This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Dave Thomas and Ray Kroc. These two deceased titans form a sort of yin-yang of fast food founders. Thomas the affable, beloved TV pitchman, as hip to be square as his chain's burger patties, who named his restaurant after his daughter. And Kroc, the shadowy scheming figure, who viewed his business's business as real estate more so than food, and established his empire by hustling the McDonald brothers out of the restaurant that carries their name. But while Thomas may win a popularity contest, it's Kroc whose brand continues to dominate the sector, the reigning sales champ in all of fast food. And that dominance extends to that AM meal we all know and love, breakfast. In 1972, California McDonald's franchise owner Herb Peterson attempted to replicate Eggs Benedict in sandwich form, and so the Egg McMuffin was born, and quickly expanded nationwide at Crocs' insistence. With other beloved menu offerings like their crispy, deliciously oily hash browns, salty, sweet, hangover sponge sandwich McGriddles, McGriddles is its singular form, and its coffee, which many consider to be better than that of dedicated coffee chains, McDonald's is the burger restaurant that dominates from dawn till dusk and round till dawn again. And so for decades... Thomas's chain has ceded the breakfast territory to Mickey D's and other sector competitors like Burger King and Carl's Jr. Hardee's. Until this, the year of our Lord 2020, that is, as the quality-focused chain has introduced a breakfast menu nationwide for the first time in its history. And with its offerings including breakfast versions of lunch and dinner menu highlights, chicken sandwiches, and the Baconator, it's fair to assume that Dave Thomas would consider his legacy honored. But does this new morning menu give Team Thomas enough ammo to confront the Croc Army on the field of battle where it is perhaps most dominant, the most important meal of the day? This week on Doughboys, we return to Wendy's for breakfast. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, somehow not a sloppy boy, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. Ah, I get it. Because I'm sloppy. He would assume, because of the existence of the sloppy boys, that you would be a sloppy, because you're a sloppy man. That was courtesy of at goddammit Mike. I don't know if I approve of that swear in there. Roastspoonman at gmail.com if you have an insult you like me use on Mitch at the top of the You don't approve show. of the, the swear, God damn it. Yeah, taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, this okay. Is a, this is a Christian podcast. We don't stand for that kind of shenanigans. Okay. Uh, is this a thing? Taking the Lord's name in main vein. Is that like if I said, God damn it, while I'm in Maine? <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to think of it. Main vein is a is a is a is is a it's a penis, right, Wagger? <laughs> yeah, it's if you want to be clinical about it. Well, <laughs> if you want to be clinical about it, I guess if you're taking so the a Lord's doctor is like, let me see that main vein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't know what taking the Lord's name in main vein would mean. Yeah. I guess you'd have to re- you'd have to refer to someone's like dick in a godly manner. Hmm. Or you're talking about God's or Jesus's penis, I guess. That That's, could work that too. could base that could be it. And you know he's got a huge one. Oh. You know Jesus is fucking hung. On the cross, they're like, we gotta put him up higher on the fucking cross, man. His uh, dong's in the his dong's in the freaking dirt. Someone get us some more nails. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're buying that he nailed it to the cross? Yeah, and they need a lot because he's fucking hanging dong. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyways, we lost any of our listeners that may have some faith. That's what I'm saying is that we disapprove of all of this. That's what mm-hmm. I was saying by the yeah, beginning. No, we yeah. don't don't take the Lord's name in vain. Don't take it in main vein. Yeah. None of that is uh, is okay with either of us. I agree. Hello to Spoon Nation. Uh, and hello to the Monster Squad, Nick. Hmm. Shout out to the Monster Squad. It's been a hundred episodes or so. Uh, that was very funny how you just went, hmm. It was like, yeah, you know, a little Yoda-ish. Hmm. It was creature-like. You've been spending too much time at that Henson Studios, Wags. Should I incorporate that more? The hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm, that'll be my new thing. If I say <laughs> something that intrigues me. Or someone oh, says man. something that, that gets my attention. You're five. Your new thing is making a little... Hmm, noise. Yeah. Well, we're clearly on our last legs over here. Uh, Nick, I got a little drop. Hey, Spoon Man, I'm no Weird Al or Mike Mitchell, he put in parentheses. Which, uh, I don't know what that means. But I thought I'd take a swing at a song parody. I'm a music therapist currently working at a healthcare facility, so I'm still going to work right now, and I'm extremely thankful I have you all to entertain me on my daily commute. Check out my band, Part-Time Uncle, on Spotify. We're big fans of the show. Much love, Adam. Which is fitting for today's guests, I thought. And also the drop is, because it's a... You'll see right now. An original, wow. Nick. An original Running on Wendy's, fitting for this week's episode for I, sure. Nick, that's why. That's why I read it up top. I played it after. Wow. Uh, uh, thanks, Adam. That's very nice, and thank you for for still working. That's uh, you're doing you're doing some good stuff. So, by we the way, appreciate what, it. a musical therapist. You know mm. that makes me say, hmm, <laughs> what is that exactly? <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um it, wait is is it oh he is a music therapist yeah oh, that's cool that's what he said up top working at he's still working wags he's a good guy yeah uh i liked it It was good everything's good you know i i could tell that song is from a must be from a musical therapist because i heard it and my mood improved really i'm feeling better now wow 
Can't tell, honestly. Mitch, we're going back to Wendy's. We got another Wendy's episode. This is one of our favorite chains. You, mm-hmm. you, and, you and I, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but we do see eye to eye on our f- shared fandom of the Wendy's franchise. Which which I got I to gotta give you credit for because uh, a lot of people on the... Uh, I feel like like West Coast doesn't love Wendy's as much. Is that crazy to say? I mean, I know the South doesn't like Wendy's as much. Well, apparently that yeah, there is a lot of regional variance in Wendy's chains. I have heard a lot of the Wendy's in the South are unfortunately this thing we've covered on the show are unfortunately lower quality. Mm. Uh, but the uh, you know Wendy's was always the nice place. It was the nice fast food place. They had a salad bar. They had you know everything was like a little bit more expensive, but a little higher quality. It was not a place my family went to a lot, but when I got to go, I always thought it was a treat. And you know, in adulthood, when I was freed up to go as much as I, I pleased, I mean, yeah, of course I'll frequent a Wendy's. Um, Northeast loves Wendy's. I mean, there, I, I, I think what you're just saying right now is 100 percent true. Is just everyone thinks it is one of the nicer chains. You know what I mean? Not that we don't love. McDonald's and hey, we even love BK. It's true. Wendy's is Wendy's is the is is the night, and I and I think all these guys will agree. Yes, because they're all they're all northeast easterners, wags. Hey, these guys. Speaking of music, mm-hmm. speaking of fun songs and improve your mood, our guest today returning to the show, a party rock band composed of three members of the Birthday Boys. Their new album Paradiso is available now. Jeff Dutton, Mike Hanford, Tim Kalpakis, the Sloppy Boys. Hi, guys. Oh, hey. hey. Hello. Thanks Hello, for having us. Spoon Man and Burger Boy. <laughs> Are you still going by Burger Boy, Nick? Yeah. That hasn't been phased out? No, I, that, that's still going. Okay, good. Is that what Natalie yeah. calls you? Um, it can be. <laughs> I, can, I can probably get her on board with that. <laughs> does, she, does she know that that's your nickname on this show? Yeah, she's aware. She's generally aware of what ha- what takes place on this show. She um, loves the show, doesn't she? Isn't she like one of the? She's like our number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> she likes that I have something to do, uh, so mm. that it helps in that regard. Um, I, w- I want to talk. Thank you guys so much for coming back. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us. I want to talk about something that is a continuation of a story thread that. We first heard about back in uh, uh, when we were up in north in the Bay Area during Sketchfest. <laughs> uh, Dutton, and this this is this relate this pertains to your new album. Dutton, you had a little bit of a spill in a shower. <laughs> is that correct? A hell of a spill. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, after a sloppy boy show, I went to take a uh, a lightly buzzed shower at the uh, at the Kimpton Buchanan Hotel where I was staying, and I fell and I broke. A foot and a rib. Really gnarly. And I recall this injury, and this the, the recovery time was enough where you actually recorded a song on this album or, or multiple songs with a broken rib. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I think we, we appeared on, uh, on the live Doughboys episode the day after it happened, I want to say. Two days. And yeah. then two days after, and then, and then we were in the studio four days after. Wow. So we did um, drums last, is, is to answer your question. We, we did not end up recording drums. We recorded everything else, guitar, bass, vocals, and some extra fun stuff. And then uh, I did the drums after uh, the old foot healed up. But you did sing wow. with a broken Like rib. in a full COVID lockdown situation. Like Jeff yeah, had yeah. to go into a studio by himself, and the guy was behind glass the whole day. And Jeff did drums on one side of the glass, through mic- like talked to the guy through a microphone, and called us every once in a while, or you texted us every once in a while. We could listen in somehow. 
He'd like, like you know, text us, be like, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't think of uh, the, the, I didn't think of the broken foot. I, I, I thought of the singing complication because of the broken rib, but I didn't think of the broken foot as complicating the drumming. But of course, you need that for the hi-hat or for the bass drum. For, for the bass drum, the heartbeat of the band, they say. <laughs> Is that what wow. they say? We yep. say. We've That's said. what we say. And we're three musical, three musical therapists here you're talking to. And if, if you yeah. don't say that, Jeff gets very, very upset, and he won't come on stage and the other, perform. The other day, we cured, we cured somebody's ED. I've got to listen to the Sloppy Boys album yeah, more. I, we'll give you a hint as who it was. It was uh, one of the hosts of the show. <laughs> and if you're a woman, it cures... Um, Hysteria is that what the, is that what it's called? <laughs> Exhaustion. <laughs> Are we going with nineteenth century medical diagnoses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm curious because uh, the, the, speaking of your guys' album and speaking of ED. You guys are hanging meat on your album cover. No! You've all dropped no! your <laughs> Your hogs are exposed. All out there for the world Dang. to see. Yeah, we're hanging them. They don't really hang. They're just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I saw that and I, I said, "Is this a, is this some sort of joke?" Because uh, to <laughs> me, the, to me, the cover is realistic. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we're rock hard in that thing. <laughs> Mitch, you Mitch Mitch does this thing where he's like, "Oh, I'm the Irish Boston guy who's got a tiny dick." He is so packing. I've seen it before, <laughs> and I know it screws with his whole like persona on this show. And oh shucks, look at me. But this guy has got so much confidence in his underpants, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Our Patreon kidding, just plummets. I haven't seen it. You have you probably have. I don't uh, have the I don't have the uh, uh, NASA grade telescope for such things. Hanford <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, we, we did a sketch uh, Catman that that you wrote, Catman wrote called R- Ropes and Underwear. Yes. And Jeff, you're in it too. Hey, well, yeah, all of us. By the way, <laughs> right, we're uh, all in it. And Catman, by the way, is Tim Kalpakis, for those of you who aren't personal friends with him. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't know that? Come on. He's probably spent enough time on this times on this show, right? I'm Catman. Uh I'm just learning it now. <laughs> Catman, what was the old uh what was the old rap? Uh you gotta hang with the man that is the cat. What was it? How did it go? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we were having a disagreement with the network, uh, and I said, <laughs> yeah. it, I was trying to get all the birthday boys to side with me instead of uh, a network uh, development person, and I said, dancing for the man ain't where it's at. You got to listen to the man that is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty convincing. And it worked. And if I remember correctly, I think you won me over with that rhyme. Yeah, yeah I'd be persuaded. I do think we were like pretty split, and then Mitch was like, okay, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> Do we remember what it was about? I can't. I can't remember. This was. I think they said they wanted the show to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we said no. <laughs> so you can't do it. Oh man. Um. But hey, we 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 did ropes and underwear together, hand man. We were we were in the buff together quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were in the buff, weren't we? We did something where at one point you were holding my dick on the on stage. That is, that's, we did that that's once. True, yeah, we did do that <laughs> once. Oh, you guys both crossed hands and and I, it was like we had to take the suitcase away. And usually we would do it like both of us holding one side of the suitcase. I was like, I got it. Or so I think one of you guys threw it to me, maybe, and I caught it. And then Mitch had to cover me up. And I covered him up, and we walked out of there together. That's a good bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So I, in the logistics of that, because you're you're both completely nude, and the idea is it's it's a it's a it's the trope of someone's tied up and their their uniform has been stolen, and that's right. taken to its logical conclusion where your guys are are naked. You weren't seeing each other nude backstage. Well, I, I, Mitch is probably right. We probably did uh, quite a bit uh, actually, but because we did that we did that sketch a number of times. Yes. Uh, and now somebody doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable doing it now. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Oh, me too. Uh, and also, there, I, I think there were plenty of times where we, we, we were much like the cover of Paradiso. Uh, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were little pingers because it it's nervous. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Nerve, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Scary and cold. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I filled in for you when we, when we did it at the Troubadour for a, a Christmas fundraiser. Ah, that's right. And I Is remember, it, like, I was like, what's the big deal? Like, it'll be, it'll be, like, scary and fun. And then as soon as we walked out there, I saw a bunch of cell phones go up into the air, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> were they, they were calling the police? <laughs> Mitch, I think that I've, I've seen your, <laughs> I, I've seen your glons, but not your shaft. <laughs> <laughs> On multiple occasions. It's I feel true. like that was it's a joke true. for you to just poke... <laughs> Just Mitch is up. mostly glons. It's a half glons. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The, the police are arriving at my door. <laughs> now, you guys are saying, is it glons or glands? I've always heard it as glands. Hmm. Glons is more elegant, so I'm going glons. Yeah. <laughs> glands, glands is the working man's like glands. glands. Yeah, I got to dance for the man that is a cat on this one. Sorry, Wags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. So you guys, you guys are. I wanted to ask this, and I'm not sure if this if we covered this territory in the past. So uh, apologies if we have. But I thought this was a pretty great question. You guys are sloppy boys. What are your favorite sloppy foods? Ugh. Have we talked about this before? <laughs> I think you asked us specifically about sloppy joes. And, sloppy and, joes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Whoa. what it was. My favorite sloppy food is poutine. Oh, poutine is good Ooh. and sloppy. Yeah. That's a real mess. Where have you had your best poutine, the best poutine of your life? Um, uh, at um, that fa- uh, fancy one at uh, Opiate de Couchon. But um, I kind of like them all. I like cheapy ones. Wait, is that fancy one? Is that in uh, you know the the French name you cited? You cited made me think of Quebec. Is that where it yes, was located? It's, yes. Ah, correct the mundo. <laughs> we used to have. Do you guys remember? Um, there was a chain here. We had a location um, in LA that was Smokes Poutinery. Uh, yes, uh, and they closed right next, right next to Big Wangs. Right next to Big Wangs, uh, the Wings Place. We reviewed which, which Smokes Poutinery. My, my best, mm. uh, my favorite sloppy food is probably the Wings. Same. Oh, Wings is a great answer. Those are mm. great. Those, both great answers. Great answers all around. Two great mm. answers from three great men. I <laughs> Smokes Poutinery. We reviewed when we were up in Saskatoon, Mitch. We went to uh, a, an right. authentic Canadian wow. location. And have a lovely time there. Lovely meal. Holy smokes. Yeah, we went up to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which we did not realize was as remote as it was. Right, and that right, was actually right. our first Canadian show. In fact, was I think Alana maybe, with you there on that one? Alana came with us, yes. Gotcha. Alana Johnston. Okay. Um, and we had, a, uh, we had a lovely time. And they took us into the kitchen. They had our pictures there. It, 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 like, they were waiting for the Doughboys to arrive. And wow. when we got there, they gave us the, you know... This did not affect our score. The Doughboys can't be bought, but we got ushered into the kitchen and were shown how poutine was made, and we got to make a batch of our own. Wow. Which is a lot of wow. fun. Mm. It's like uh, Saskatoon is like, have you ever, you know, like in movies when they like establish like a desolate place in Russia? 
who are like a <laughs> right where they send some I don't know some American gets sent to like some like remote place in Russia and it's just snow and like Oda's windows it's like just like that's what Saskatoon looked like at least in the winter time yeah it just it's it like, looked fucking there's, there's like an act two set piece in an action movie there it's where? just this like remote lo, remote desolate wasteland so you're saying a, a place that could just be destroyed basically why yeah pretty much <laughs> where is where is Saskatoon is that Saskatchewan it's in Saskatchewan Damn. So there's a Saskatoon in Saskatchewan, and there's also a Regina, I believe, in in Saskatchewan, and they have a little bit of a rivalry, we learned. Mm, I forgot that already. I think it's a playful (laughs) rivalry, but it exists. Kind of a Bay Area, L.A. uh, sort of sort of rivalry. Mm. You know, so in the same you, state, but the same province, but they just uh, they're kind of at each other's throats a little bit. And Bay Area is in California. Yeah, in California. (laughs) Let me me write that down. I'm, I'm. Drawing up a map. I'm doing my own map in quarantine. <laughs> well, you've actually been there, Hanford. We, we were talking earlier about SF Sketchfest. That is in the Bay Area. Ah, yes. I do remember <laughs> so that. So there you go. That was cool. a fun time. That was a lively room, as I recall. Oh, so fun. <laughs> the Cobbs Theater. Yes, yes. Uh, it won't be happening this year, it seems. Oh, boy. No, probably not. I'm going. Now, Weiger, the Cobbs yes. Theater. Do you ever enjoy yourself a Cobb salad? Mitch, I, that's a great question, and yes, I do. I do like a Cobb salad. Do you know where it was invented? Um, I knew this at one point, but I've forgotten the, the bit of trivia. Uh, the Brown Derby in Los Feliz, which is now that's Mess right. Hall. That's right. Tim. It was Mess Hall, right. Okay. Yeah. The Brown Derby. I knew that, and I didn't say it. I'm a fool. Oh, you sh- Mitch, you should have. You should have said it. That sucks, I know, know how I know this? That sucks. I know it sucks. You were, just, you were too nervous to say it? I was on? too nervous. You brought up the Cobb salad. Um, I know this because I've been, uh, in Florida, That's what we go to the Brown Derby. In, uh, when I was younger, we used to go to the Brown Derby in Florida, and they have a their famous Cobb salad there, and that's we used to go there just for that. Why? Now, th- this is in, it's in Disney, right? Disney World, correct. So it's interesting that the replica of the real thing exists in Disney World, but the real thing is now gone. It's like if the Eiffel Tower was, you know, detonated, but the one in the, at the Paris and Las Vegas continued to exist. It's it's just it's just an odd odd situation. You know what? I kind of wish the Eiffel Tower in France was gone, so we had the only one. Am I right, boys? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> uh, wait, returning to Wings again real quick, because I love Wings, and I, I Nick, you know, we're... Yes. Qu- quickly, do you, do you know who I'd call upon to get rid of that Eiffel Tower? Who, Mitch? The Mars Attacks crew. <laughs> Those bug-eyed aliens could definitely take it that, out with their Liger? death rays. <laughs> I should have assumed. He loves the you Mars Attacks crew. It. I should have known. Who else would he be talking about, the Mars knock, Attacks knock, crew? Knock, knock, That's what they do. That's their, uh, that's their call, Weiger. I, I, wanna, I've th- I told you before that I want to like that movie more than I actually like it. I feel mm. like it it gets a little tedious. Like I kind of just am kind of like, okay, I get it at some point. Even though I like the character design of all the Martians, and I and I like the idea of you know a, a sort of spoof of these sort of fifties uh, sci fi movies. Yeah, I I didn't like the campy violence when I first saw it. As a kid, I was not ready for like killing Michael J. Fox. Yeah, like that, right. that sort of thing was a little. I was a little bit um, sweet and nerdy for that when it yeah, was mom, like twelve. Mom, they killed Doc's best friend. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Jeff revealing why he's considered uh, the coolest dude to Weiger. 
is that he was <laughs> oh yeah too, so much of a dweeb that seeing Michael J. Fox die made him sad. He was a child. <laughs> Dutton's cool as hell. He's wearing a Star Wars shirt with Greedo on it right now. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I heard that Greedo shot first. No, you see, Tim, I, 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 there's what? some message boards that would uh, disprove dis- 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 that, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my I've way. gone full nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I no. also just I just want to make it clear that Dutton was 14 when Mars Attacks came out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So what? You can't like Michael J. Fox at 14. And then when they put Pierce Brosnan's head on a dog, I was like, put it back. <laughs> that is weird as hell. You put it back. Actually, I think I think it's Sarah Jessica Parker's head on the dog, Jeff. Sorry. What did they do? Now I'm the real nerd. Uh, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, I think uh, I think was just. Was just a floating head. Oh, okay. Hmm. You're thinking of when they put his head on a suit, and that was Goldeneye. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> totally different movie. Different studio, I think. Do you guys Mitch. like the Burtons? Where's your where? What's your favorite Burton? What's everyone's favorite Burton? Let's go around the room. Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Good choice. Mm. And isn't it interesting that that movie came before the TV show? You would just assume. It like came after, but they just made that bonkers weird movie out of nowhere. List off yeah. some. List off some of his movies. There, Mitch, are you on the computer? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, Beetlejuice. I really like um, Batman Wood. too. Batman Nightmare Before Batman Christmas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nightmare might be mine, just off the top of my head. Big Fish. Yeah, Nightmare is great. I like Big Fish, but it was not not my favorite. He didn't direct Nightmare, right? I like Big Fish a lot. Oh shit, uh, you might be right. It he might be like a it, it might be like a Tim Burton presents, and then they gave it to like an animator or something. I don't remember. Yeah, Henry Selick. Ooh. Uh, um, my favorite Burton, Lavar. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> my favorite Burton, the pro snowboarder. Uh, his first name I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the name. You don't. Have and to that's say. your favorite. That's my okay. favorite. Are you sure you're not talking about the Burton brand of? Uh, Snowboard. <laughs> oh, is that not a guy? I don't. It might be, but I, I know there is a brand. So someone is sh- is sharing their screen right now, and we see the shots of Sarah Jessica Parker on the the body of a Chihuahua. I'm assuming more, it's Song hacking in or something. It's. I think it's Song's hacking in uh, from you. hell. Uh, but the more dis- <laughs> more disconcerting is the shot of the Chihuahua's head uh, affixed to. Sarah Jessica Bo- uh, Parker's human body, which I totally forgot about. That is nightmarish. Yeah. yeah. If I was a young Dutton, I too would be uh, going, where, where? Mommy, take me home. 14-year-old <laughs> yeah. Dutton doing that. Uh, Wags, uh, you can put this one right in your spank bank, the uh, the dog on, on Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, body. But I want to say, look at this. The Mars aliens are masked up. Hi, uh, how about that? The, the Mars attacks aliens... We'll wear masks, but we won't wear them over here. Hmm. Boy, ahead of their time, wow. right? And I just want to say that one of the sloppy boys is anti-masker. Is an anti-masker. <laughs> I won't say who. You'll find out at the end of this episode, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Mitch, when you had your screen uh, shared there, what was the uh, Futurama NSFW folder on your desktop all about? <laughs> I'm looking for Bender's butthole. Aren't we all, my man? <laughs> Aren't we all? Hey, uh, on the mask topic, we obviously we're locked down right now. And I don't think we've talked. I don't think we. Yes, no. uh, on the mask topic, is spoken. Uh, but also, 
Um, but on that, but also on that, uh, on that topic, I don't think we've we've spoken to any of you during lockdown. It's certainly not on the show. And I'm curious, oh, yeah. like, what have you been doing for for grub and for drink mm. while you've been while you've been a uh, uh, trapped indoors? Um. Well, Weiger, you helped me out big time recently, which is that I had not tried the fried chicken at Albertsons. Oh yes. I, I live right by Albertsons. I go there every day. It's pretty much where I hang out. Um, I don't particularly love it, but it's just right by my house, so I'm always going there. But I never got any of the hot food, and that's, I mean, I'm, that's where I'm doing my, like, quarantine grocery shopping. And then I heard uh, you telling Raj Desai about the fried chicken, and then I got it. That is, it's, it is better than I thought it would be. It's a tasty bird. I used to do, back pre-COVID, I would do their wing bar a lot, a little too much. Wow, they, and they they got rid of it uh, for the, for these times, but uh, you know they would have like you know six or eight different kinds of wings, like breaded, not breaded, teriyaki, different different hots. It was great. This now guy walks him. the walk when it comes to wing fandom. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've been doing a, a little pulled. Uh, my sister got me a slow cooker, and uh, I've been doing oh, yeah. uh, almost every weekend. I got some chicken or some pork in there, and that's 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 kind of a what sloppy a thing. That's a sloppy thing, also there, uh, Nick. Now, now I gotta say this: it, it, nothing gets me more angry than uh, a person who doesn't walk the walk when it comes to wings. You, you're true. out at a bar and you say, "Hey, I got some wings." This guy's like, "I love wings," and you go, "Hey, I have a wing." Uh, I can't have one right. It's fucking <laughs> oh, bullshit. Yeah, it's I not have a realistic instead. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I want to talk to people. <laughs> um, I've, you guys, uh, you've eaten wings with Dutton, and you, you know that well, he doesn't wipe his face while he's eating the wings, and he, he does yeah. end. It's, it's the end of the meal type. He job. does a big wipe down, a hose off at the end. I feel like but he looks cool. like the Joker. There's there's a um, there's sort of like a bubble of safety that like okay, these are the people that I'm going to be eating wings with, uh-huh. um, and uh, you know. You just got to get through it. It's part of it. Yeah. And um, I get it all over my mouth. And then even when I <laughs> even when I wash my face, sometimes I have the orange stain like Ronald McDonald, like like two inches in any direction around my mouth. <laughs> now, I'm going to say this. Just to recap, the guy that Nick thinks is the coolest guy on earth uh-huh. was, afraid of Mar- yeah. was afraid of Mars Attack when he was 14, and he uh, doesn't wipe his face off when he's eating wings. I'll just say that that to me is a power move, and it's 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 like you know you're just sort of asserting like yeah I got I got wing sauce on my face. What are you gonna do about it? It could be Nick, but he is also crying because the sauce is too hot when he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to deal with them later on. Oh yeah. my poor cheeks it's and fine. chin. It's fine. We'll talk to the manager when we go back later. <laughs> but it's tough at a place uh, like like Ye Rustic because you might run into like. You know, people might come in that you weren't planning on seeing yeah. you eat wings. Yeah, right. sometimes, you know, mm. Pam Anderson walks in and says, Oh, are you the sloppy boys? And hey, you, big boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so the mask, oh, Mars Attacks, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> we're kind of locked in the 90s right now. <laughs> locked loaded, baby. That's what we grew up, man. I guess so. Uh, that was your comment? What I'm just saying. Uh, well, Nick, I'll tell you this. I'll, yes. I'll tell a story from the present, or from the past. It was just a little, but not that long ago. Yeah, was the present. Present. We, it's we not insist. happening right now. <laughs> uh, I saw Tim Kalpakis 
shopping in Albertsons when I was with my mom. Oh, no, I was Very with my cool. sister. Sister. Exciting. And then... Um, and we then also we ran into Blaine Capatch. It was a there yeah. were a, there was a it bunch was a of real us. Algonquin roundtable going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine, great great comic, very funny dude. I worked with him in at midnight for many years. One of the funniest men I've ever met. He's a hilarious dude. Why hasn't he been on the show, Wags? We got to get him on the show. Those so years you fucked him. up. I know. Yeah, we it. can't get him. He won't do it. <laughs> he used to do. I remember in the early days when we first got to uh, uh, L.A., we'd go to UCB a bunch and see him. Among others, do stand up, and he would always do uh, the the car lot like air filled wavy balloon guy. Oh yeah, I remember that. Everyone was doing he was that. he was really uh, that really always like the first time I saw, it, I was like, oh yeah, he really looks like that. He <laughs> now he's the king of warm up for for live TV audiences nice. and stuff like that. But Mitch, when we saw you at Albertsons, that was one of those situations where. It was like your mom and sister were in town to help you clean your apartment, and then I saw you guys at the grocery store, and and you didn't have anything yet. But Courtney was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm helping Mitch get get food." It was like it was like they were cleaning your apartment and filling your fridge, and then you were kind of just like following around behind them. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my fridge all full. Tim, the listeners are gonna love this and call me a baby man. It will be great. Uh, <laughs> Every so often, my mom and sister do help me out, but we ha- we hang out in Los. They come out and they we hang out. They come out and you put them to work. I don't put them to work. <laughs> no, I mean, listen here, listeners. We He's hang out in my man. home and then we go to the grocery store. <laughs> listeners, come on over to my side. <laughs> and then we go to Foot Locker and I get a brand new pair of shoes. <laughs> That's this. That is not what happens. I'm a very I'm a very uh, complicated hmm. man. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I'm a very uh, didn't want to say unsanitary. A very uh, uh, there's clutter, Nick. I, I, I'm I'm a hoarder in many ways. You have a lot of stuff. You're I, you're I'm, not like a, I don't think you're unhygienic. You're you're a you're a clean man. Mm-hmm. You smell great. Thank and you. And your place is not gross. It's just got a lot of stuff in it. It's which I, I, I understand. I I for real I I for real am a hoarder in many ways, and I save things. Well. The the uh, Captain Phasma Funko Pop that you do not like comes to yes. mind. You don't <laughs> like was, the movie. Nick was just trying to <laughs> Nick was just trying to give this away. I should give it away. You should. Yeah. What do no, you need it for? You don't need it. No, nobody needs a Funko Pop. Also, every right. dope, every note that we've gotten from Doughboys, I've saved. Uh, every every it's true. Every every, every birthday, I I save too much stuff. I am a, a wow. hoarder. It is the truth. I am a hoarder man, uh, but I'm not collecting urine. <laughs> right? No, I. It's true. Uh, Wager mentioned that you smell good, and I do think that's an interesting piece of the puzzle. You're always freshly showered. You're always yeah. freshly dressed. That it doesn't. You're not sloppy in that sense. It's mm. a puzzle. No. Yeah. That. That's the thing. Like sometimes people will write in roasts about like Mitch smelling bad, and I'll be like, "This isn't getting on the show because it doesn't add up." <laughs> that is shit. That was always funny to me on the, the Simpsons. There. Whenever Sim- uh, Homer Simpson was called like a disgusting, like smelly pig by Selma and uh, uh, now who's the other one? I can't think of uh, Patty. Patty. Selma Patty, of course. Uh, like that always hit me funny because I was like, oh yeah, we can't smell him. We can just see him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad! <Yes. laughs> we can't smell him. <laughs> That's what's so limiting about the two-dimensional TV experience. You Thank can't you. Well, this is, keep listening, guys. This is good. <laughs> yeah, this is actually really good. Are we rolling on this? 
He goes on these <laughs> nice rants about 2D TVs. <laughs> Hanford loves them. I, I, I love you guys. I sit back and I just learn and learn. <laughs> What's your favorite 2D TV, Hanford? Simpsons? 2D TV? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably the Simpsons I've probably had the most, spent the most time with. I've, I've been going back and watching some of them uh, recently. Very, very funny to me. Now, you say 2, 2D TV. You mean basically any show, <laughs> TV. right? Yeah, I think so. Or are you specifically referring to 2D animation? Any 2D show. I mean, I, mean, okay. I guess anything <laughs> So any show. show. I got him. <laughs> Hanford, you know that uh, Hanford was in my, the first film I ever shot. Hanford, you were in. Do you remember this? College Bound Pen? No, I don't think I remember it. You were, it was like the Bolex in-camera edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it and didn't you, like come out at all, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> that, I blame the uh, whoever developed that film. What? Hey, didn't your mom just find the uh, CD with your films? My mom just found the CD with my films, Swagger. Wow. My student film, <laughs> College Bound Pimp, which is real. <laughs> probably which, aged really well. It yeah. probably is aged great. <laughs> It makes me so mad. I mean, also, like, I like that I wanted to make something funny, but then it makes me so mad. Like, in 2003, I mean, I think I also knew that that was still hacky, but I don't think I knew how hacky it was. Maybe it aged great. Maybe, you know, uh, we're destigmatizing sex work. Maybe it's time for a pimp. That's true. It's true. Maybe, you know what? Can I submit it for the Oscars this year, or is that out of the question? You have a good shot. This would be your year. For a short subject, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you'll win. <laughs> I would say there could be some issues with eligibility just because it wasn't made or released this calendar year. Um, and that's what I think of more. Like, you know, they, they may be relaxing some restrictions on whether it gets a theatrical release. But I think the film dating back to 2003 could be an issue. Mm. Do you want to know who my favorite sor- sor- short subject is? <laughs> Danny yes. DeVito. I love to talk about him. <laughs> oh, that's a conversation. Someday. I see. <laughs> I was trying to think if you were going to come up with a sh- famous, like, short person who played, like, uh, under a king or something in a show. Oh. I thought you were going oh, that subject. I, right. I knew it would be a subject relationship. <laughs> well, I went no. with the worst one. Why? Uh, s- no, that st- wasn't the worst one. No, and it you was can't. Good. You actually you can't go Peter Dinklage because he's not really a subject. He in in Game of Thrones he was royalty, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. but he is he is kind of like the second in command, isn't he? I guess Vern. I guess Mini Me uh, is kind of a subject. Hmm. It's hard to tell where Mini Me like how much power he actually has in that situation because I think he's just kind of a sidekick. But let's say Doctor Evil is uh, debilitated. Does yeah. Number Two ascend? Or who's number the VP? one, who's, who's, who's the, the who's the the Robert Wagner character, whatever his name is? Does two. he ascend, yeah, or does or does does Mini Me take the reins? Mm, that's a great question. That's a very good I don't question. know. Imagine um, if Mini Me was running the show. That would be. I mean, that would be very funny. Well, Doctor Evil did look funny. to Mini Me for some advice about like what to do with Scott. Right. right. So he did. He did kind of take command from him. He's kind of like in a conciliary role, like right. an advisor. You know what? That's that's Peter Dinklage's role as well. He's kind of like the advisor. He's the king's yeah. hand at some point. The hand, right. That's what yeah. it's called. Was Austin Powers in the feudal system? Um, it was in the studio system, I think. Yeah. Oh, studio. <laughs> studio system. <laughs> Jeff, what were you going to say about Weiger's voice? 
Not his voice. I was going to say, uh, I said, uh, uh, your boy Sonic is looking pretty good for the Oscars this year. <laughs> yes, uh, Sonic could be a real contender. He's one I mean, of like you know, four movies. What else, what else is there? There's Sonic, there's for Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. Movie, right? Palm yeah, for animated movies, because yeah, yeah. what are the other candidates? I oh, guess, right. are they going to, to say the uh, the Pixar one, the Pixar uh, half-dad movie? Is that going to be eligible? I don't know, maybe. Um, man, I hope when Sonic wins that Oscar on stage, he fucking bends the Oscar statue into a gold ring. How fucking cool would that <laughs> be? That'd be so cool. Epic. And by that, I mean Ben Schwartz in the Sonic costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they should have a physical ceremony. You should attend full cosplay. Well, uh, I, I remember when like Yoda would show up at the MTV Movie Awards and accept. Oh yeah, that clip is amazing. That clip is so good. It's like a little bit of of visual wizardry. It's if a you see long. that, it looks it, so cool. It's, it's a, a little, little long, long. But, but it's amazing. There is there are some there's some breaths in there. There there's moments where. Oh, yeah, they were like, these uh, freshly sexually active throngs of teens will watch Yoda for five and a half minutes. <laughs> he gives a shout out to Snoop Dogg, doesn't he? And Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah, that's right. There's also Beavis and Butthead were at like an Oscars or an Emmys or something mm. once, yeah, right? Letterman. Letterman like slaps him in the back of the head. That's fun. I remember that being fun. Yeah, what a Letterman, hint. Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead hung out with Letterman. I think Letterman was like eating a burrito or something, and like he slapped one on the back of the head. That <laughs> Letterman good. Oscars is so infamously reviled, but I bet if you watch it, I bet it's awesome, right? Like it probably yes. bombed. Right, he did his like his style of humor, right? Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, he said Oprah, Uma, Oprah, Uma. It's like that sounds kind of <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> yeah, I like, that, is, that is funny. Hey, that brings me back to my Weiger Wi-Fi joke. <laughs> That's, That's true. Good, we all yeah. enjoyed it. And I'm glad to be reminded you did, of it. Yo, you did not like that. No, I liked it a lot. <laughs> oh, good, good. No, why can't yeah, you your laughed your ass off at it? <laughs> That's great. He's loving it right now. He's laughing again. Yeah. He's yeah. slapping his knee. <laughs> he's, hold on. He's private messaging me. Oh, I can't repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're talking Ooh. a fast food breakfast this week. And so I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on breakfast in general. I've got a great uh, fast food uh, uh, quarantine breakfast uh, story for you in a second. Ooh, go for fin- it, man. Finish your thought, though. It's like you were on a tear there, it seemed. No, I mean, this is, this, this is actually great because no. this is exactly the sort of thing I want to talk about. Okay, tear, great. The tear has been torn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go. I, I, I tore the tear. I'm so sorry. Uh, so I was, for the first, like, month and a half, I think, uh, of quarantine, I was at my girlfriend's mom's place in, she lives in rural uh, Pennsylvania. So it was like, we were out there in the country and uh, it was a lot of space and stuff and big old country house. So it was great. But their neighbor owns a bunch of, or like manages a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts in the area. Wow. And while no one was going, like they had to shut everything down. So this food was just going to go bad. They would go around to some of the neighbor friends and were just kind of giving out, you know, a bunch of juice and milks and things that they had at their stores. They gave us, I think, like seven pounds of Dunkin' Donuts bacon. In seven these, pounds. Like, yeah, they came in these like huge, like plastic slabs, just like separated with that, uh, like uh, butcher paper type stuff. And we, like, you'd make breakfast and just make way too much bacon, and just I think I every breakfast we had bacon, it was just like eight strips of bacon because it was there. It was so we like I ate so poorly off this bacon for quite a while, and we didn't even <laughs> wow. finish it. How was the bacon separated? How was it like on its own? It's oh, um, 
Not great. It's it's like not the best bacon you've ever had. Mm. But you said like really thin stuff. Paper with, thin. Yeah. 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 But it was just such a weird uh, thing to like sit down to bacon and have or sit down to breakfast and have like a huge plate of bacon and know that you should not be eating it. Eating that much bacon? Did you become one of those guys who's like, you know, keep calm and eat bacon? And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I got a bunch <laughs> of bacon shirts and like yeah. little fuzzy yeah, slippers are... that looked like pieces of bacon. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Eat, talk sleep. to me before I've had my bacon. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Eat, sleep, bacon, repeat. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eat, sleep, bacon, repeat. It, se- it seems like... <laughs> drink it. You took drink out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get parched. Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't really have that shirt, so... Oh. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> okay, um... Sorry to offend you there, Handman. Well, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Catman, what are, you, what are your breakfast prefs? I'm uh, not a big breakfast guy, and I, I usually skip it because it's kind of like, wow. um, I feel like we were told to eat breakfast, and then you find out you kind of don't really have to, actually. And yes. um, I love to eat, and breakfast is the only time I'm not really hungry, so why waste the calories? So I skip breakfast and then have mm. a gigantic lunch that makes me pass out. And then I'm sad. And then I have wait too long to eat dinner and I have a huge dinner. <laughs> but um, fast food wise, I think the only I really don't really like fast food or I don't get excited about fast food breakfast. I'll eat any of it. But the only one item in all of fast food breakfast that'll pop into my head and be like, "Ooh, I want that is the uh, Del Taco Epic burrito. That wow, has, wow. It's got crinkle cut fries and eggs and bacon. It's very good. Interesting. Lot going on in that burrito. I I've had some success with the Del Taco breakfast. In particular, they're just their straight up egg and cheese burrito is so cheap, um, and that that's like one of the most you know. I remember being when I was when I was broke. That was like such a go such a breakfast go to because you oh, could yeah. get like two for like a dollar or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, that that burrito that that more substantial one. That's, it's got a lot going on. They have another one that's got beans in it. That I also mm. like. I, I don't. A lot of times, bre- beans in a breakfast burrito are like too much, but it really works in that one. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! But yeah, I like the Del Taco shout out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, uh, I'm 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 with Tim for breakfast. It's a Brexit for me. I don't want it. <laughs> wow. You know what I think that is? I, I'm I'm the same. I don't dislike breakfast, but I don't really get excited for it. Uh, I think it's because there's like not much to eat in bread. Like there's kind of eggs, bacon, waffle, like the waffle uh, pancake side of it. There's not right. much like to do with it yeah but but it's great it's like there we go yeah, man I, I love like eggs <laughs> cheese bacon but like lunch lunch there can be and dinner is like so many different options so like have tuna fish for breakfast i don't know do, uh, there you go you can't do that because it's not a breakfast food <laughs> jeff, jeff what i you know I, I i gotta amend this because people are gonna get mad online but i I love breakfast food. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like the idea of eating before 11 a.m. Hey, so eat it. I do eat it. <laughs> eat this. Dutton. Eat I do the food. eat it, Dutton. Eat the food. I, I, I just, I, I, I don't like to eat before 11. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Catman. No, you guys, both of you are weird because also neither, I know, and I'm willing to say it on the air, that neither of <gasps> you drink coffee. <gasps> yes. Uh, well, first off, we never said we weren't weird, okay? We are weird, but I drink coffee. I absolutely drink coffee. <laughs> what? But my preferred breakfast drink is a Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, baby. 
Are you doing that like like what? You're not doing that seven <laughs> days a week though, right? I wish. No, I'm doing it zero days a week. Uh, okay. I can't let myself, but I would because uh, I also just love tomato juice. I would drink that every morning. Bloody Marys are a thing that I didn't like at all. Like I didn't like tomato juice at all growing up, and then I love a good Bloody Mary now. It's one of the best. I love a Bloody Mary. It's a lot of fun. It's a great brunch indulgence. But I'm curious, uh, uh, J-Man brought up that, uh, that that's Dutton I'm referring to, that you don't like, you're, you're not a coffee drinker, but do you, do you drink coffee? Are you like Mitch? You drink, Coffee is like a rare thing you'll have, or do you have that uh, in the morning pretty regularly? I have a cup every morning right when I wake up. And oh, then, okay. And uh, just now, to pet me up for Doughboys, I made myself an iced coffee, put a little oat milk and i feel like a hipster (laughs) i feel like i should get some skinny jeans going on tim i gotta ask you when's the next bright eyes show Uh, i know i'll be in the front row baby hey now i feel like a hipster (laughs) yeah mike come on baby (laughs) okay look at me i'm in the front row now hey can i get let's go hit the sunset strip wow the scarf my man okay (laughs) we'll be back with more doughboys what Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask Mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash doughboys. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon is out, there's never, never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is cool. <laughs> And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 
Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. 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 <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with the Sloppy Boys. Wow. Reviewing Wendy's Breakfast. Sloppy dough, slop, sloppy dough. <laughs> Have we done that before on the show? That's really good. I th- yeah, I think I've done it, it every time. Like, yeah. I think Come you on, named Andy. our text chain that. That's what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's has tried breakfast before in 1985 and I believe 2006, uh, but they, this this one finally seems to be taking. They they started testing it out last year and began and did a nationwide rollout of the breakfast menu in March of 2020. Why? Yes. When they did breakfast the first time, did you ever grab it before like a college class or anything? In 1985, <laughs> when I was a four year old boy. No, I did not do that, Mitch. I'm two years younger than you. You were two years older 19- than you. T- two years younger than me? What the hell? I'm two years older than you. I misspoke. You're only two years younger than me. There's not All some right. giant generation gap. You scared <laughs> me. I thought you had some Benjamin Button thing going on for a minute. Um, you were oh, 10 wish. years younger than him, Lager. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hanford. the beard, Mitch. It's the beard. <laughs> that, that beard has gotten huge, Mitch. Yeah, it's, it's out of control. Yeah, yeah. I just got a little bit of a, a haircut myself. I did it myself, and it's uh, awful. But uh, it was getting long. I think you look handsome. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you look great. <laughs> well, thank you. That's why I bring these types of things up. <laughs> I, I'm curious because you, you, Mitch, and I are are big Wendy's fans, and I, but I'd like to hear from the the. I think all, America would like to hear from the Sloppy Boys your thoughts on the house Dave Thomas built. Are you guys Wendy's fans? And if so, what do you get from there, from their lunch and dinner menus? I'll take this one. Uh, I'm, I'm from New Hampshire. This is Jeff speaking. And uh, I spent, um, well, I'll say this. Mitch and I ate Wendy's in the parking lot the other day in the morning. And it reminded me of high school because I spent so much of my adolescence in Wendy's <laughs> parking lots. Wow. Loved it. It's a regional hit. I took my hat off. <laughs> Your hair, cool. Mitch. You, ha- you know, sometimes you've been randomly doing Zoom calls with a uh, wig on, and now this uh, hair is longer than that wig you've been wearing. <laughs> you I do was usually keep it high and tight. You've got a bit of a, you get a little bit of a mane right now. I've, uh, I was, there was a few Zoom calls. Why did I do this to you ever? I have a little <laughs> wig standing by, and I put the wig on for the Zoom calls. And Maybe, it's hard to tell. I can't remember. It is, it's, is hard, sure. it's hard to tell. Some people don't pick up on it. Your hair is so curly, Mitch. I've yes, it's never you been long like enough a, you to look curl. Like a Geico caveman. Kalpakis, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Wendy's? And I look like the lizard. I don't. You're I know. a Geico. No, lizard. you don't look like the lizard. That's what Mitch says to me all the time. He texts that to me. If you take that green shirt off, maybe it will be a different no! story. Um, to answer Nick Weiger's fucking question, Hanford, um, I, uh, yeah, I think of, uh, growing up of the big three McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, my family opted for Wendy's and I remember thinking like, oh, it's got a square patty. So that's a good, uh, <laughs> that's a real <laughs> burger. Right. Um, but we, that's the one I was partial to, but since, uh, you know, 14 years in LA, I have not been going to Wendy's whatsoever. And, um, I, I feel like wow. they're maybe like, don't really know, totally know their brand anymore. Kind of like Burger King, but, but they're figuring out the breakfast stuff. Like they probably had to do a lot of work to be like, what even is our breakfast? Because we're, we're the old fashioned America burger stand. So what is it that we would serve in the morning? I think they're maybe a little confused about their whole deal. Hmm, interesting. And they're doing a lot, too. They're shooting in every direction. 
Yeah, we'll we'll get to breakfast in one second. I I do want to yeah, hear yeah, Hanford's Dutz. thoughts Hold on. on a second, sorry, Dutz. I was just that's a that's a <laughs> table of contents at most. We are so sorry about that. That you guys are fine. Uh, but I, Hanford, I did want to get your thoughts on Wendy's as a chain. Your biases going in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am a Wendy's fan. I like them. Like Jeff, it's a very like uh, high school food for me. I um, the Frosty's a big hit for me. I dip my fries in it. I think we've talked about this maybe on this podcast before or in real life. Uh, I like the baked potato. I do that frequently. Mm. Oh, that's great! What I like the I like the cho- like the butter and the uh, sour cream and stuff. Yes, I did go there recently during uh, court, like COVID, and I don't know if you guys have had this, but like, uh, first of all, my, I got the baked potato and it was not cooked. It was oh, like no. disgusting. <laughs> to, to you got eat. a raw potato? <laughs> more or less. I mean, I could I could bite into it, but it was like this needed some more time. Wow. Uh, but have you noticed that with like during uh, the uh, COVID pandemic that uh, I don't know restaurants that like even fast food restaurants are kind of like slumping and stuff. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think that it's uh, naturally it's the probably a, a whole situation with working and right, right, right. Probably right. Being I'm just surprised and, with I'm surprised with fast food because it seems like that's just something they like. You know, it's like a factory, and all of it should be the same. Would yeah. you prefer you know that I mean? you know that your potato was? cooked perfectly but that the person that had to work and make it was put at risk <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that's what he's saying that is what he well that's a very interesting allegation to him and i don't think i need to sit here on a on a fun uh, podcast talking about fast food <laughs> that's weird you still get the I, I i associate the baked potato with the old wendy's that still had the salad bar and was trying to be almost like oh. a family restaurant. So yeah, I never. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys remember that they used to have like pink fluff on the salad bar there? No, oh. I don't remember the salad bar. I remember the salad bar. The pink fluff. It's like an ambrosia. Is that what you're yeah. thinking yeah. of? Yeah, there was ambrosia. like a big, a big, tricked out ambrosia on the salad bar that was really weird. Yeah, sounds such scary. A, such a staple of. I feel like so many of uh, like events I'd been to. That there was like someone like so like a potluck. Someone had brought ambrosia, and that was the only context I encountered it there or like at a salad bar. Yeah, um, it's a weird food. It's a weird food. I think that I think that there's there's definitely right now during the COVID times, Hanford. I, I think uh, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. I went there. They didn't. They they forgot my appointment. I think just things like that are <laughs> are happening because it's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how was your baked potato? My my baked potato at the doctor's. They yeah. they. Uh, remember in the South Park movie they put a heart. Uh, they put a baked potato where Kenny's heart's supposed to be. It's, yeah. It was very funny. It made me laugh. Um, guys, uh, we're just reliving the '90s today. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, honestly, for the most part, when I go to Wendy's, they're pretty good. They're, like occasionally they can get some 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 stuff mixed up or wrong or whatever but i don't think that they're biggest offender of uh of 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 that and and when it came to this breakfast order that i got today or for the show i got a fucking shitload of stuff every single thing correct but was it all good wags well let's get into it Mm. Uh, so you got you and you and uh dutton it sounds like went on an excursion you met up in a parking lot and had a little socially distanced breakfast hang look here's the deal Tim, we should have invited you. You messaged us that. <laughs> this, is, this is a very, very good thing to happen where uh, right after these guys ate Wendy's together, I texted them and said, you guys want to get Wendy's in the next couple of days before Doughboys? And they were both too nice 
to break it to me. <laughs> that they, that, so they just omitted. Nobody lied. But Mitch was like, um, well, because I was like, well, let's get in the next couple of days. And Mitch was like, I got a doctor's appointment. And then Jeff was like, uh, yeah, maybe I got work. These fucking guys are eating. Well, the, the twist a- is that I, I went this morning with you, Tim, and we just did it all over again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Are you but just finding I, out I about just, this now, Tim? I want to state unequivocally. I would have I I gone back with you for real. I, would, I, I 100% would have. Sure, but also you're allowed to hang out without me. I, I got my own social life going on too. He wouldn't have hurt my feelings. In fact, I was eating in that Foster's freeze, freeze with Ben Axelrad the very moment you guys were at Wendy's. We're all wow. doing fine. Wow. Weiger offered to fly out to New York to find me and go to Wendy's with me here. Because <laughs> you, you had no one to go with? You no, know, he's just being a nice guy. I said, Weiger, that's really not safe, I don't think. I would have done it. <laughs> Catman, I love, I love, I love eating with you. You, you know, what you talked about earlier. You talked about poutine up in in Montreal. I've also been to Opie de Cochon, and I've also eaten the the, the Montreal the uh, Montreal Strip with your with your dad. Oh yeah, we ate that town. Took it for everything it's worth. We what a what a I truly some of my favorite memories from uh from from my 20s <laughs> is the montreal strip is that a is that it like the vegas strip or are you talking about a steak like a piece of meat this well mitch is making this up that, that we we treated montreal as if it were the vegas strip got it and we just walked I, I mean it's like the most fun thing to do is to stop in to get some food but not eat a whole meal so that then you could walk if you're on vacation you say well, I think we're in Montreal for a comedy festival. We, we eat a, a half of a smoked meat sandwich here, so then we could walk next door and get some poutine at a different place. And I think we maybe hit several places, and we did that in New York as well. Oh, yeah. It was great. Man, how fun is that? Going to multiple restaurants in sequence or going to getting a, getting a drink at a bar, then going to have a meal at a restaurant, then going to get a, a nightcap at a different bar. I remember those about- times. Like uh, Mario Batali, uh, uh, who I am not a fan of, don't support. Um, do you, have you guys heard of his like all night uh, bacchanals he used to do? Yeah, like no. uh, like he'd like go out all night. He'd like text a bunch of chefs, and they they go through all of Manhattan just eating for a whole night and just uh, eating and drinking. Like after all the restaurants were closed, wow. They just like uh, they go to, they he, go they they go to like five in a row, wouldn't they? They eat like five meals yeah. in a row. Wow, yeah. but Batali just spending all uh, spending all his employees' stolen tips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say that story at one point was like you heard and you're like, whoa, cool, and then you're and then now later after the fact, right. in hindsight, it's like, oh, so, well, yes. he was he was groping people the whole time, and of course yeah. you're like chugging bottles of wine all night. Um, I I uh, Tim comes from a restaurant family. Wags, I am aware of this. You're aware of this. And your dad loves food, Catman. He loves he loves he loves to eat. So it is fun. He does. My mom is a great cook as as well. My brother and sister are both. Were, my my sister's That's a right. food blogger. My brother has worked in kitchens. So it's a it's a food family. Um, and you know what? I was just putting two and two together yesterday. Dave Matthews Band recorded a few. What, what albums. What does that up add up to, by the way? <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> my favorite number, Wags four. Oh, how about that? Math <laughs> uh, whiz. I almost went to school for engineering. I I know math, Wags. Boy, what a different if we you know what, you and I imagine the, the no doughboys world where you go to school for engineering, I finish uh, up my math degree. We're both just computer programmers somewhere. Math just men. like living our lives. <laughs> math yeah. men. We could have been math men. 
<laughs> you could be driving over a shoddy bridge of mine right now. <laughs> Plunging into the sea. <laughs> I think I'd just become Newman in Jurassic Park if that happened. Dennis Yedry. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I was I was gonna say uh, that Montreal. Sh- oh, I put two and two together. Sorry, I went back to Montreal. I put two and two together. Dave Matthews Band recorded a few albums up in Woodstock, New York. Uh, Catman. Yeah, baby, Bearsville. And it's a chance he probably went into your dad's pizza restaurant, pizza shop. Definitely happened. Plus, I cooked brisket sandwiches for my morning jacket. Plus, one time Ooh. at Woodstock Pizza, our old restaurant, Bill Murray went behind the counter. Poured himself a uh, fountain soda and was chit chatting with my dad. Cool. Woodstock was a place to be, but I was a baby and I don't remember any, any of that cool stuff. Wow. But DMB was Bearsville Studios, and uh, yeah, I think that they recorded uh, maybe three albums there. Wow, wow, that's very. Well, we cool. we do know that, that uh, Dave Matthews is eating at Factors when we saw him come out of Factors that one time. That's true. Yeah, that's right. I was very upset. I wasn't there for that. Oh, you weren't there. Right, right. Mm. Probably better you weren't there. That you would have scared him. I, sir, sh- I mean, sir. I mean, oh. He was like, "You three are really cool," and we were like, "Yeah, good thing number four is in here." <laughs> <laughs> Wags, Wendy's yes. breakfast. I mean, Wendy's breakfast. Yes. So you guys went together. What did Wags, you get? It's a big episode. This I is know. big. I know. <laughs> Yeah, Wagner, do you not do the uh, intros anymore? You you still do those, right? I do the intros. Yeah. Yeah, but you've I've done, done this restaurant later. before. Oh, yeah, I'll okay. record. I'll record it later. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part of the uh, the episodes. Oh well, thank you for saying that. I mean, yeah, it, it's I I, I Wait, we used to record them. Do you take that as a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> he he doesn't like an hour and forty five minutes. He likes the first. No, it's, it's two minutes. It's just started. I, I haven't been dragged down by this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not depressed about all the fast food I ate. <laughs> I used to do it in front of the 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 guests when we were doing it in studio. I do that more often, and then gotcha. uh, you know it it ended up becoming a thing where we'd have some guests with shorter availability windows, and so it's easier just to record it later. And then obviously on Zoom, it feels like I'm not gonna have everyone sit on mute while I read a monologue for three minutes. Well, I'm, you know? good, I'm good for the next five hours, so whenever, whenever you want to do it, I can stay on until you want to. Do it. <laughs> So you guys went together. You, you you got Wendy's breakfast together, Mitch and Dutton, and eventually Calpacus in various configurations. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's just go through and and I think I you know there's there's not that much on the menu. So and, and Hanford, where did you where did you go to get it? I went down on. Uh, hold on, I got the receipt right here. It is Eighth Avenue, like near Columbus Circle. Got it. So you were in Manhattan. There's not many Wendy's around, to tell you the truth. Yeah, LA I mean too. that's a that's a big problem a lot of times with these uh you know, with these major cities is that mm-hmm. some of the chains will be pushed to the exurbs. Hey, Amford. Yeah. Um, you ever go down to Fifth Avenue? Uh, yeah, when I'm uh, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you interrupted Nick for that. Yeah, when, when I want when I'm shopping for uh, Tiffany diamonds and the and the like. What was your angle there, Mitch? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, you know, I was going to try to ask him if he had heartache on Fifth Avenue, but it, it's just not worth The whole thing wasn't worth it. We, we got a 90s theme going. I thought I'd reference. Oh, what's oh, that? I don't, oh, I don't you know get what? that reference. And you know what? It's Sixth Avenue. It's not even Fifth Avenue. <laughs> what song are you thinking? It's like a Wallflower song? Well, Wallflower song. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Sixth Avenue. Yeah. It's like their third hit. Uh, oh, so everyone's yeah, no, upset I- now? Everyone's <laughs> mad at me? 
No, I'm not mad. No, I am. Mitch, I'm mad. Podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, we skipped my favorite part. Now I'm listening to you talk about the wrong song. (laughs) Tim, are you mad? Um, I'm just like a little bit ticked off, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, when you were asking that, Tim, Tim was facing away from his microphone and Jeff was leaning back on his couch. <laughs> I don't think they're mad. I think they're just bored. <laughs> no, I'm having a blast. Thanks for having us. Weiger, let's hear your question. I, I was just going to I think I was just going to go down this road. Not 6th Avenue, Mitch. <laughs> I was Good. going to say. Stay away from there. You'll get heartache. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, I was going to say, I think we probably all got similar menu items, so I think what we'll do is we'll just go through and, ah. and say what we got and all weigh in. I'll start with the big one, and this is their flagship item. I went to a Wendy's in Culver City, which is actually one of the Wendy's where they previewed the breakfast menu. They had it out uh, you know, months, months before, <laughs> right but this, this is my way, first time sir. trying it. Uh, and uh, this is a good Wendy's, and I got the breakfast Baconator. Uh, which is grilled sausage, oh, yeah. American cheese. The sausage, by the way, in the square form factor of their beef patties. Applewood smoked bacon and an egg and cheese and uh, and then a Swiss cheese sauce. And it's on a bun. I thought the breakfast Baconator was great. I really liked it. I thought it was it was flavorful. It had a lot going on, really filling. A lot of times at a, bre- a breakfast sandwich at a, at a place, I feel like you need multiple sandwiches to get full. This was really substantial. I thought the hamburger bun really worked. But I'm curious, did any of you guys get that breakfast Baconator, and what did oh, you think about it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I got it. We all got it, Wags. <laughs> of course we got it. It's the fucking Baconator. It's the one that they were pushing. pushing. It was the, it They're was really the top pushing tier. It. Yeah. yeah. They handed me one on my way in, and I was like, I, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me <laughs> put a mask on first, and then let's talk. I... <laughs> I, did you guys all love it? Because I felt like it, it was it was good. It definitely tasted good and everything, but I found it to be a little kitchen sinky. Mm. I said, you, you, mm. we all know, we all love a bacon, egg, and cheese, but then and it's a delicate balance of the crisp and the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was it was the my favorite thing that I got. Uh, thinking about it now and looking at this receipt with everything I got, I do want to throw up, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was good. I like the spice of it. The the patty had some spice to it, uh, which was nice. And a lot of cheese on mine, which spicy, I like. Spicy, like as in heat or just seasoned? Uh, seasoned, seasoned. And uh, Weiger, what did you say? There was another cheese, but you said it's like a, a, a Swiss cheese sauce or something? Yes, there's cheese on it, and then there's a Swiss cheese. There's American cheese, a slice of that, and then there's Swiss cheese sauce drizzled on top. Yeah, I, I could I see what you're saying, Calpacus. It kind of has a lot going on. One might say it's it's ungapachka. It's just, it could it could lose one thing, but I I still it still really worked for me. It still overall I think was you know maybe the Swiss cheese cho- sauce is the one the one bit of excess, but I think overall it, it was just so so scrumptious. But what did you think, Dutton? Fuck you, fuck you. Um, I just want I just want to say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great, and I got a lot of stuff, and. Uh, and uh, it was the thing that I returned to. I, I took maybe, you know, a good three bites of everything. And then I was surprised because I'm not like a bacon meme guy. Right. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not. Oh, the, it's, it's a great. Like, it's a great time oh, you got to, you know, keep We're, calm and meet bacon. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and, yes. and I kind of resented that, you know, it's bacon the, is my the baconator. Yeah. And, you know, but um, right. I, I did go back and finish it. And I think a lot of it's got to do with that bun. 
The bun mm. is great. The hamburger bun works so well. And, and at first I was like, oh, it's kind of a cop-out. It doesn't feel like breakfast. But then I had some of the other stuff. And like the croissant, not as good. The um, maple bacon croissant, uh, sticky and weird and bad. And so just, just from a raw handling standpoint, the bun was a winner. Yes, I got the the croissant I got, and I, I think I agree with you here that the croissants the croissant style bun is just not very good, and it doesn't taste it. It doesn't taste like a croissant. It tastes like a like an approximation of a croissant. It, you know, it's this this croissant like mm-hmm. uh you know bread, it was um, which I don't find which appealing. Was weird. And, and it's square too. Yeah, give me an actual croissant. But I right. got the sausage egg and cheese croissant, and that was my least favorite bite. That was the thing that I thought of the sandwiches. That was the one I thought was just pretty weak uh and i think the bun was what what lost me for uh, there mm. um uh, uh, tim uh, d- uh, tim you mentioned your thoughts or the the breakfast baconator but uh, what else so what other items did you get i went a little nuts and i had three sandwiches the baconator and then the other two were the maple bacon chicken croissant yes and then the honey butter chicken biscuit and that was the winner for me honey mm. butter chicken biscuit yes. tim i'm with you the honey buddy butter the honey <laughs> the honey butter bit the Rubber honey butter baby? the honey buddy baby the honey butter <laughs> the honey butter chicken biscuit there you is go. i like the baconator I, 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 here's what i think with the baconator with that other baconator you got those big juicy dave thomas beef patties in there with the baconator and that's as big of a part of the equation that meat and cheese and the, and the bacon is really on display. And I like a, the 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 breakfast baconator doesn't. I don't understand. It doesn't feel as much as like a baconator because it just is. They should have just added an egg to the burger and not done us because uh, that's oh, a, that's a fun thing to do. Yeah, maybe, maybe there is a little too much going on. I still do like it, and I think it is. It's it's up there with my favorites. I think it is. I think it maybe is my favorite, but right there after that honey butter chicken biscuit is great. It's delicious. I, yeah. I also got the honey butter chicken biscuit, and that was my second. Those were the two I thought were both home runs: the baconator and the chicken biscuit. And and you know the 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 reason I like the baconator is just because I I am just you know maybe a, a little bit more man of more conventional tastes um, in in breakfast regard, and I think I just rather have something with eggs and bacon uh, versus a, a a chicken patty for breakfast. But I do I did think, find it very very tasty. I thought the biscuit was good enough. Uh, the maple honey butter was just a little kiss of sweetness, which was a delight. And, and the chicken is just Wendy's chicken is so good. I mean Wendy's chicken mm. won mm. Uh, the Dave Thomas Cup. In a Munch Madness uh, chicken fight, our second annual was tournament. that was that before the Popeyes chicken sandwich? It predated the Popeyes chicken sandwich, mm. but Popeyes itself, the chain Popeyes chicken, was a finalist. It was it was down to Popeyes versus the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, and Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich prevailed. Now, if the Popeyes chicken sandwich was in the mix, I to me that scrambles the whole equation. I think that mm. one that one could take it from from Wendy's. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, Nick, yeah, it's Nick very good. Uh, uh, do you have time for a, a Wendy's chicken anecdote? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, during quarantine, as I was talking about, the family that gave us the uh, Dunkin' Donuts bacon, they also had some Wendy's, and they gave us some Wendy's just like chicken breasts, and we made uh, chicken parmesan with those, and it was wow. really good. Did it really? Yeah. I mean, they, they, like they were just like get rid of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> how do, how do you know these fast food magnates? They were they were neighbors of. Uh, oh shit! Is it uh, magnate? Weiger, is it magnate? I say magnate. No, I it's magnate. Magnate. Mag- magnate, I think. 
Magneto. Hey, Mike, did it seem like the chicken patty, is is that the normal chicken sandwich? Is that patty the very same patty that was then on my biscuit this morning? Can't be, can't be. I, now, hold on, Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it may be. I, I don't know. It looked like, uh, it looked like kind of soft. It's a soft. Isn't it? Did it? I, did, McDonald's started the thing of having a chicken option on their breakfast menu, and they made a big deal out of it. So Wendy's is kind mm-hmm. of, kind of biting their style a little bit by having so much chicken on their breakfast menu. Yes, I, I do know it is. I think it is a a regional delight in the American South. The idea of having a chicken biscuit in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I don't think McDonald's necessarily invented it. It's possible Chick Fil A had it on their breakfast menu before McDonald's, but I do think that. Wow, uh, you're a yeah, real I, Huel, you're a real Huel Hauser, you know that. <laughs> what do you mean? An American delight in the what? What did you say? It was it was poetry. I'm I'm appreciating you. Oh, that's nice of you to Stop say. Stop yelling at him. <laughs> I'm appreciating you. <laughs> I'm appreciating you, you piece of shit. You fucking. <laughs> I do like. I do think the the sweetness, the maple honey butter, is is really what makes this one, and I think gives it a, just a little bit of of added character. I've had the McDonald's one. And I think it's good. I had this thing too, the honey butter chicken biscuit, and I I had some. Uh, I think they didn't like spread out the honey butter or whatever you're talking about enough because I had like one bite with it in there. And oh no! So I was eating. I was like, this is just a biscuit and some chicken. I don't know what this is all about. <laughs> Was it not very sweet? Because that was, speaking of the the American South, as Nick so poetically put it. um, (laughs) First the Saskatchewan thing, and now that you really have you know your way around the map, Nick. I did appreciate that. And I think that I think I was walking into Wendy's with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder saying, okay, Wendy, wow me, what do you got for breakfast? And then, and, um, and I'm thinking about this thing of like, what is an old fashioned hamburger stand when they do, do when they open for breakfast, Baconator feels a little, uh, too kitschy. Uh, I said kitchen sinky and now I'm saying kitschy. So, so both types of kitsch are involved. Yes. Uh, And then, but then, and they felt kind of random. And I'm looking at this breakfast menu being like, ah, oh, they're all over the place. But when I ate that honey butter chicken biscuit, it did remind me of Waffle House. And it did make mm. me think like, oh, that's very American. And it's sweet, uh, sweet on a biscuit. It did feel like very like down home in a, in a distinct way. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a great observation. Um, are there any other sandwiches we, we haven't discussed? That anyone got? I I just uh, got to take it back to the maple bacon chicken croissant. My, Tim, you had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the only one that was like, I thought was bad. Like if I only got that, I'd wow. be like, I fucked up. And and I, I, I only took a bite of it, and then like later in the day, I would get a whiff of maple bacon, and I was like, I barely touched that fucking thing, and it's haunting me all day. Hey, there's no oh, bacon man. on the honey butter uh, chicken biscuit. No, it's much simpler. It's just it's just the patty, the spread, and the uh, the the biscuit i think i think allegedly a lot of it, the spread allegedly well yeah and, and it's supposed to have the spread i, I think that a big a big part of it is yeah maybe there's a little bit of sweetness in that that fake croissant bun dutton that's that's making it a, 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 bit, a little over the top but yeah I, I think the croissant really killed the 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 bacon egg and swiss croissant that i had that bun i thought was so bad and and it was wet and like if you're gonna do a yeah. a mapley thing i feel it just reminded me of how good a mcgriddle is like, mm. Hold on, we're, 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 we're confusing our chickens here. The, the, there's the, there's yeah, the croissant yeah. that has bacon on it with chicken, 
Yes. And and that's the maple bacon chicken croissant. And then there's the honey butter biscuit chicken bit. No, we're, yeah. we're not confusing it. Dutton's talking about a different thing. I'm, I'm taking okay. it back back to the maple bacon. But did anyone really like the maple bacon croissant? No, no. that's what I'm saying. Is bad. No. Yeah, it's, it was it was bad. It was. I, yeah. I didn't dislike it, but it was definitely the dud of my three. Mm-hmm. It was very wet. Yes, that's my biggest problem with it. Yeah. I'm willing yeah, to get that- dirty for wings or like, uh, you know, like you go to a weird place where it's like, we make a sandwich out of a donut, you fucking dumbass. And then like, <laughs> and like the, that's fine if it's like an event. But if, if it's just like a Wendy's $4 breakfast thing, like I don't want to get sticky and gross and stinky. I'm with you. You don't want to get sticky and stinky in the morning. You're, you're oh, trying to start your day off right. Sticky in the morning is no good, Nick. No, thanks. <laughs> Why? Uh, what, was, what was your old breakfast in your video game programming days? So when I used to work in, this was when I was a, a, a worked at Activision um, a, as a, I did customer support and QA. This was before I worked in, in design and I got a, I would, a, my regular breakfast was, I would go to the, I would get a vending machine breakfast of a Snickers bar, king size Snickers bar, um, a black coffee and a Mountain Dew Code Red. Wow. <laughs> Nasty. That is like that's like when <laughs> when you read the article about James Holmes. That's like what you described <laughs> earlier in this day. Jesus that morning, Christ! That morning he had a Snickers bar. Fucking because <laughs> I think that Code Red and coffee at once is what really ma- takes it into the. <laughs> that's the, the craziest yeah. two drinks that are like caffeine loaded are is so funny to me. That so much sugar. Caffeine, that would just like get your fingers programming and you just go all day. Well, it wasn't programming at that point, but I was, but, uh, you know, it, it was a thing where I would, I, I was like going to work at 8.30 a.m. And this was back when I, I mean, I've always had sleep problems, but my sleep problems were really bad. So I was probably on like four or five hours of sleep. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would just get, have a, just spike my blood sugar and have a shitload of caffeine first thing in the morning to get me through my shift. I'm, re- I'm really hyped up now, buddy. That's probably, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really flying. I'm really I mean, you're talking, you were talking before about where you'd, if you didn't do this podcast, if you became a, a math uh, student or whatever, uh, where you'd be not, you'd be <laughs> dead. That, you couldn't last that long. And I'm, much, be I'm, off. I'm much happier you're doing this show. <laughs> yeah, we're happy you're alive. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Or you'd be making... I say it every day. You'd be making the uh, some HBO video game, Wags. You'd be making the, you'd be making the hung video game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Weiger worked on R- Sopranos Road to Respect. I briefly worked on Sopranos Road to Respect. Yeah. Mm. Wait, uh, a- any Tony Hawks? They were they were Activision, weren't they? Um, I never worked on a on a Tony Hawk. I did, you know, I I was there when the Tony Hawk games were released. So when I was working customer support, I deal with a lot of parents like calling upset that the you know Tony hey, Hawk. Hey, dude. My kid how do can't I, do how, a, do I, how do I do an ollie, dude? <laughs> I a can't lot of manual. That. <laughs> a lot of skaters who couldn't figure out how to translate their skills to the video game controller. Um, no, it was all—it was all just mad parents. It was all just parents mad that their game wouldn't work, or that they bought the wrong game for the wrong system. Uh, they bought the game for the wrong system, and then they think it's your fault. Uh, but hey, let's get back to Wendy's. Yeah. Let's get to um, the frosted chino, Nick. Yeah, baby. Yes, so I got a vanilla frosty chino. Moving away from from sandwich territory into drink town, this was a. a, a I think that they, they say it has their legendary vanilla frosty mix, and that's part of what they they add Ooh. to the coffee, the cold. Can they really coffee. say it's legendary when it's the vanilla is pretty new? That's their copy, the legendary fr- vanilla frosty mix. Mm. 
uh, mixed with coffee. The and, frosty and is legendary. The frosty itself Fair. is legendary. Yes, I agree with that. You Thank got you. Mitch, and you also got the ch- you got that one, and you also got the chocolate one. I know, Mitch, right? I I did. I got the, a small uh, chocolate frostuccino and a small vanilla frostuccino. Um, I I think that the vanilla one like works better for what it is, but I actually did enjoy the chocolate one. Here's my deal with it, though, is that I thought that that was. I think that drink can be delicious. It like is close to being delicious, but. It just needs to be blended more. Uh, the, yeah. The, the frosty yeah. sits at the bottom of the cup. Yeah. But if if that thing was like blended up within the within your iced coffee, there it it would be fantastic. It would taste great. It would be like it, it would be an A plus. I mean, like it's not a thing you'd want to get every morning, but you know, when you go to Coffee Bean and you get yourself an ice blended, it would be the same deal as that. You know what I mean? It would it would be pretty fantastic. I think if it was a swirl a little bit better, yeah, it, it could be it, it could be an improvement. I, I but I do just think it's just so punishingly sweet, and mm. maybe that's a product of what you were saying, Mitch. That that what you're sipping through your straw is all that that frosty clustered at the bottom. But I I just thought it was like you, just too much. Do you just think a frosty is too sweet? Because I didn't think I thought the the iced coffee on top of it wasn't very like super sweet. It depends on the because a frosty is a different context. A frosty is like this is my dessert I'm having after a meal. But nowadays, like you know, and and maybe maybe in my my Mountain Dew Code Red guzzling days, I could take down a frosty chino first thing in the morning. But these days, I it's, it's just too much sugar for me, uh, especially after eating a big heavy sandwich. Wow, I don't know. That was that was my take. Did, did anyone else get the frosty chinos? I did, and uh, I had the same thing about, like, oh, oh, there's some stuff down here I need to, like, mix in. And uh, when it first showed up, I was disappointed, uh, I guess, consistency-wise. I didn't know what it was, and I was thinking, oh, it's probably, like, a Frosty or, like, a um, Frappuccino, two, like, frozen kind of more substantial drinks, but it was just, like, this is iced coffee. Yeah. Um, And so, but then I took a sip, and I shut right the hell up because I, I liked it. I, wow. Not, not, not too sweet for me. I downed it. I, I had my wow. morning, morning coffee and everything, and I polished it off. I think, I think that just if they mixed it up a little bit more, um, and po- possibly, I mean, like, I, I don't know what it would be like if it was all blended up, but maybe you'd have to subtract some Frosty. Maybe you'd have to add some Frosty. I don't, I don't know what the right equation is. I'm good at math. But not at this math. I don't know. I don't know what. The, I don't know you what. Gotta the, go back to engineering school. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I think when it was working, it like when I took sips where it was working, it tasted great, and I loved it. Yeah, I I think more more of a frap and less of a float. I think would just and that that's the way you diagnosed it as well, yeah. Mitch. I think that's that's that would improve it. The other thing I want uh, I think worth touching on is the seasoned potatoes, which is their counter to mm. the you know the hash browns or uh you know whatever all all the other potato preparations all these different chains have. And I think the McDonald's hash brown is really the only one that works. But I, so these are more like potato wedges. These are natural cut skin on potatoes and they've got a uh, pepper and garlic powder. I just was like, I don't need these. I, I didn't think they were, the texture was very good. And, and I, I just didn't think they added a lot to the meal. I slathering them in ketchup. They were all right. But I, I just, I would have rather had a, uh, just a straight up hash brown. Me and Dutton liked them. Yeah. I got them both times. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were kind of, uh, not necessarily good or bad, just sort of there. They're just steak yeah, fries. I feel I feel like there's like, and I thought when I'll get into this in my final thoughts, but I feel like 
when it ooh a little tease. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you got those potato wedges cold, they could remind you of like some sort of like a bad BK breakfast that you got or something or like like a that just kind of like they could grease up or be like kind of colder and they're not going to they look, they were good but they didn't they're not McDonald's hash brown. So you know how how am I judging it? They're they're still like the spice is nice, Wags. The spice and is nice, and it's a di- and it's a different sort of thing. But it's just it's not an A plus item, but it's not a terrible. It was it was a nice side. It's it's a serviceable size side, but I, I think I think Handman put it well. It's just it's just like eh, you know, I, it's a it's a shrug of a of a side for as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Wow, all right. What um, what is what do you think they? Sh- I, I, the thing with that is that I was just like. Oh, I'm surprised that this is just what they did. I, like, I, like a yes. everything. They got a frostachino. They got a breakfast baconator. Yeah, I agree they, with that. It was like, just like this is it. Yeah, it reminded me of like McDonald. Like, uh, I'm sorry, when Dunkin' Donuts had like potato wedges or whatever when they well, had the hash browns. Wendy, Wendy's does bake potatoes. This they just chopped this one up. That's all that is. Oh, See, but I, I, interesting. Even if they did something more like that. Well, like uh, that was more baked potatoy or something. I don't know. I, I I just was surprised that it was almost like kind of basic, but yeah. I think the seasoning is good. So I I would I just would have liked to see that just see their 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 take on a hash brown and mm. and you know because I just think that would have that texture that crunch the Christmas would have been a little bit better. By the way, we should mention before we get into our final thoughts that uh, Mike Hanford has switched his Zoom background. Earlier, it was Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, next to his beloved daughter, who he named the franchise after. Now he has switched it to Al Pacino with a jacket full of donuts uh, from the movie Jack and Jill, where he has <laughs> cut a commercial for the Dunkachino. Yeah, you were, you were talking about the Frappuccinos so much that I didn't have, so I kind of zoned out and said, oh, the Frappuccino makes me think of Dunkachino. Maybe this will make my friends laugh. So I put it up there, and uh, <laughs> no smiled. one until now has said anything. No, we li- we all liked it. You liked it? We were it? trying to do the yeah, show. I like it a lot. I, I didn't see any smiles across the whole board. I, Hanford, I would... if you get an acknowledgement from Weiger, that is basically his laugh. He'll just, <laughs> he'll just acknowledge it. <laughs> I've never seen Jack and Jill, but... It's good. As it's, I've said, I've, as, it makes me laugh. As I said on this podcast before, we the, actually these guys here, Calpacus, Dutton, Hanford, we went and saw Grown Ups Two in theater, and we laughed our asses off. We loved Grown Ups Two. Yeah, uh, Shaq throws a guy over a house. It's very funny. <laughs> it's right. very funny. We were uh, just, I, I, we, I just texted you that video recently, and it's still so funny of him throwing that guy over the house. It's a, it's so funny. It's the it's Dunkachino, such a the Dunkachino thing is kind of like the Shaq moment where it's just like so funny where that why this guy is doing this thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a perfect sketch in the middle of the movie. Yeah. That that so I, I had I had Jack and Jill on the other day and I was watching the first twenty minutes of it. I was laughing at it and I was yeah, like, it's, it's funny. Well, the, I think it, it's a very good. It's 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 got wacky goofs, but the one bummer is like if you keep keep watching it, and when you get to like the end of Act Two, and when you're supposed to feel really sad for Jill, it, it's a bummer. <laughs> oh, that sucks. But uh, but uh, but it is funny to me that people are like, uh, what, what like uh, there was like this attitude of like, what is Sandler do? What is he doing? Like, like Al Pacino's doing, that, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. He's doing weird, funny stuff. It's weird <laughs> and funny. What are you talking about? Right. Sandman's come ever, back around. Everyone's uh, sa- everyone loves Sandman again now. You know what? They didn't show him the pre- appreciation before Nick, and it fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Are you really concerned for billionaire Adam Sandler, beloved by the whole world, <laughs> at a certain time period? I that is not I, even a, still happening, but 
I and met even, him. Even in this time period, he was still making cash hand over fist. Poor man. I met him, and I told him. I told him. I told him I was always there for him. <laughs> he, must been, he must have been so happy that you're you're uh, leading the charge on that. One of the well, biggest comedians get- in the world used to get Well, we should get to our final thoughts on Wendy's breakfast. So, uh, sloppy boys, you know the drill, but just to recap, we will each go around, give our assessment, our closing argument, if you will, of this menu, and then end it by giving a fork score. We will begin with Jeff Dutton. Hey, um, well, it's very serviceable, and they should have been doing this probably for a while. Uh, They're... They do every version of everything. Like, if you prefer croissants, you can do that. If you prefer biscuits, you can do that. What I would like to see is them cleaning up the menu a little bit. Like, I was bewildered by all the options, and they could have made it so much simpler by being like, hey, sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant or biscuit. And it would have, like, or... Which or, they offer, by the way. But, but like, rather than give everything its own square and its own space on the menu, like this entire new restaurant, say your choice of sausage or bacon, or say your choice of biscuit or bun or, or whatever. Otherwise, I feel like I'm looking at, like, 15 items when really you're just mixing and matching the same, like, three or four different ingredients. Um, but uh, Baconator, check it out. Otherwise, uh, mix and match your own. You know what breakfast is like. And then... Uh, What's my fork rating? Just slightly better than average. Out of five? Five forks? Yeah, out of five forks, yeah. I'll call it three. Three? Three forks. Yeah, it's a little, sl- slightly better than average. Uh, all right, Tim, go ahead. Oh, well, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. And, and again, I, I got no nostalgia tied to McDonald's breakfast or any other place that I'm like putting it up against the beloved McMuffin of my youth. I, I'm just eating it. And thinking this was all of it was good. The Tim, special thing, yeah. Tim, you're you're like a regular Hulhauser too. The beloved <laughs> McMuffin of my youth. Liger. I'm trying to dethrone him. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the the biscuit um, with the honey butter and chicken, and that alone. Because the other stuff, there was no flaws with it. It just it tasted like g- good fast food breakfast, but nothing special. But the fact that I did pause and say, oh. That's a good biscuit. Makes me feel like I'm in Georgia. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a, a a three and a half forks. Wow, Whoa. three and a half forks from Tim Calbacus. All right, Hanford, your thoughts, your fork rating. Um, well, I'm gonna try to be like Huel Hauser too uh, and be poetic. Uh, Mike, like eggy. This is a mess. What a mess. Oh, I blew that. Trainer. I really blew that. Um, I oh, I got an item that nobody I, I think has talked about yet. The sausage, egg, and cheese burrito. It was like a a quick little item, like a maybe Hampered, kind of hidden. Hampered, yeah. I got I got that as well. Yeah, it was fine. It, it was one of those things where like if it was if I had a like a hot sauce on each bite, it would have been great. Mm. I was, like I said before, as I'm talking about this food and looking at this big list of food I got, uh, I am sick. To my stomach. <laughs> and uh, I think I didn't really love it that much, and I'm going to go with, like, I would eat there again. It wouldn't be my first choice. I would go McDonald's breakfast uh, first choice. This, for me, is a 
It's one to five or zero to five? Uh, zero to five. I'll do a one. Oh, Hanford. Wow. fork. That's brilliant. I was going to go two, but then I thought I would rather eat something else besides this. Well, one let, fork for Wendy's. Are you a big McMuffin guy and you love McDonald's breakfast? Yeah. Okay, so so that's what you're that's that's the thing. I think there's these people that just think that McMuffins are so special. I like I like their the the yeah, I like that stuff over there. Well, guess what? <laughs> we found out who the biggest dipshit of the sloppy boys is. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy doy is more like it, you fucking fool. <laughs> I can't. My, my zoom went out. Is he looking at me? <laughs> Your whole I, I zoom went out. I, I would hope he's not saying those things to me. Hanford, one fork. One fork. Harsh. What, 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 harsh is this, what's, what's the difference if I give it <laughs> one or two? I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing will happen <laughs> if you really want to break it down. There's no real consequence. What's the lowest? Like, what, what's six. the lowest score you guys have ever given? To a terrible place. We've given like one fork. We've won fork places half. before. Yeah, we've got we've gotten zero or half. Well, I I remember the, uh, the didn't Neil give uh, Pizza Hut a zero? Neil Campbell early did. on in our in our podcast. Yeah, so the, our first very low rating of, yeah. of a chain. It just but is that was controversial. You almost sunk your whole show with that. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> uh, we had to recover from that. And hey, look before before the the Burger Brigade and Spoon Nation come after me. I love Wendy's food. Wendy's food is great. <laughs> the breakfast? I'm not going there for breakfast, guys. You know what? You're wow. being honest, and that's all we ask. Uh, uh, Mike Mitchell. That's not all man, I ask. Your thoughts. Your I'll thoughts on Wendy's breakfast. <laughs> well, I got. I'm going to run down what I got because I didn't talk about everything I got. I got a small vanilla frostuccino iced, small chocolate frostuccino iced. Is there? A, why does it say iced? Oh, it says iced frostuccino. Maybe is that what it is? Anyways, there's no hot frostachinos. There, yeah, there is no hot frostachino, and and there's no blended. So whatever. Um, I got myself medium seasoned potatoes. I got there's no need to get a medium, but I got one. Uh, I got a sausage, <laughs> egg and cheese burrito, which is actually I'll get to that in a second. I got the breakfast baconator. I got the honey butter chicken biscuit. I got the maple bacon chicken croissant. Damn it. Maple bacon chicken croissant, and I got a bacon egg and Swiss croissant, and then I got a sausage egg and cheese biscuit. So I tried kind of like a, I tried like a bacon and egg and cheese thing for the croissant, and I, I tried a sausage egg and cheese thing with a biscuit. Nick, Spoonman's bite of the night <laughs> goes to the sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Whoa! I loved it. Wow! It, I told Dutton it was a really great. Good oh, bite. I, I got that this morning. That was good. It was in, good. In, in fact, it's so good, three and a half forks. Wow. wow. Whoa. Bro. Uh, it doesn't matter. Hanford already destroyed the score. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe if they didn't serve me a, um, a, a raw potato that, a few months ago. Comes. A few there months it is. Ago. And it's also, you've been eating over free. this raw potato. You've been eating chicken no, no, parmesan made with it. Wendy's chicken all month, and your, your, your numbers are off, man. Yeah, I'm stewing about that. I, I'm in my own world potato. over here. Do you know what you know what your issue your, your you know what your people's issues is during COVID is you can't get my potato right. <laughs> hey hey don't don't lock the door on me. <laughs> oh boy, Hanford, this you're is a Karen. Be you know that you're a Karen. Oh boy, Hanford's oh, well, a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> it's all falling into place. 
Um, that yeah, the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. My bite of the, the my spoon man bite of the morning, and uh, that I gotta say this: the sausage, egg, and cheese burrito. That was my fright of the night. Oh mm, boy, I had to right. take off from that one. Fright, you were scared? Though. I was scared. Yeah, it was <laughs> my my the shell of the burrito was hard. Like you know what? Like it was just like. <laughs> When you microwave a burrito or something, and like the part of the sh- the sh- the the tortilla yeah. is hard, yes. I said shell. Yeah, but, uh, my baconator sausage was uh, burnt. Hmm. And and uh, I it, the it, it was just it reminded me of how good that sausage burrito from the breakfast burrito from McDonald's is, which I'm a big fan of. Wags. Uh, and I Tim, I love McDonald's breakfast. To me, McDonald's breakfast is a five forker. Nick, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I mean, don't know. We, as, I as mean, we reviewed it. We reviewed it with Sarah Silverman. I don't remember. I don't remember what, what we gave. What we gave. I don't it, remember but what I gave it. It's in, in that theory, area. I, I you yeah. know, I think that and Dunkin' Donuts are one, two as far as fast food breakfasts mm. go in some order. Yeah, I don't even put Dunkin' in the same category. But Wendy's, I think, is 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 what is, category is, do you put it in? I put it in its own little separate category. It's it's <laughs> it's not, it's not by itself. It, it's, a it's Wendy's not the category? fast. It's not the fast food chain restaurant like like Wendy's, McDonald's, and Burger King. It's in a okay. separate category. That's not that crazy. But you could get a croissant with egg, cheese, and sausage. The very same menu item you so love. Yes, I know. <laughs> and look, there are there are drive-throughs there. Look, fine. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is my favorite breakfast. Five forks for that. But also, McDonald's breakfast. I'll give it five forks because I think McDonald's is great. Wendy's is is right below. I love Wendy's. Maybe I like Wendy's more than McDonald's for burgers and chicken sandwiches. Wow. It's a possibility. But the breakfast is good, but it's kind of inconsistent. There's some stuff that doesn't work. They're still figuring it out. I think at its worst, like the 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 maple bacon chicken croissant, that tastes like kind of like a greasy bad morning breakfast sandwich that you get at at Burger King or whatever or I don't want to. I don't mean to shit on Burger King too much, but like, at a, yeah, at, Burger you know, King is back. We like Burger King again. We we do, but I'm saying like when you get a, a like a greasy breakfast sandwich, where you're like, oh shit, you're in the fucking train station or some shit. Yep, and you get a fucking greasy breakfast sandwich. That's what that maple bacon chicken one was like to me. And you know where you were doing that train station? You're on your way to Hogwarts. Oh my god. <laughs> You're trying to get your last bit of food, your last bit of uh, of of civilian food before you have Mug- to eat food. Muggle food, I'm sorry. Yes, thank you, Hanford. Or you have to eat Dumbledore's slop for the rest of your childhood. And also, Hogwarts represents Palestine. (laughs) (laughs) I think I used that same exact reference last time. Um, I... I but I think that it's it's a good outing, Nick. It's 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 right below. I'm gonna go four forks. Four forks. Wow. I think I think that it's uh. That's fair. But it's 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 you know even even eating the baconator at times I was like this is like a this feels a little heavy and greasy like morning breakfast food that you don't like. But then there was bites of that where I thought it transcended and I thought that the honey butter biscuit, honey butter chicken biscuit. Was was that also tra- was trans that transcended yes. morning breakfast a little bit? But yeah, four forks. I, I knew because when Transcend. you took a bite, your your pupils got really big, <laughs> <laughs> and like and like you had you had like a rainbow uh, aura around around your your head. It's true. 
Boy, I got to say, these scores are like the six of us, including Emma, geographically right now, all over the map. (laughs) Of course you would make that comparison. You love maps. You're so good with the maps. It's Rand McNally. (laughs) Thank you. More like random McNally. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. In this instance, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, So here's, here's what I'll say. I, I agree with Mitch's thoughts. I, I think uh, in general, I, McDonald's breakfast is is very very good. This is not McDonald's breakfast. It's not of that tier. But however, I really like the the you know, I, I, I like some of the bolder steaks they are trying to to go for. I like I, I like the uh, uh, you know. I, I like some of the bigger swings they're taking. Now, if there was a and, bolder steak on the menu, that might be good. If there, oh well, I mean, as long as it's not a boulder steak, as in B O U L D E R, like oh, something. You and I are not talking about the same thing. No. <laughs> and so long so, as it's not steak S T A K E. That's yeah. true too. Or or snake S N A K E. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a different word. But. I would hate that if I reach into my Wendy's bag and a snake leapt out of me. Go ahead, Nick. I, 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 hold on a second. Can I, can I, that didn't I, happen. I, Nick, I quickly, I just, I just want to talk about this with Hamper. If I reached into my Wendy's bag, yeah, thinking I'm going to grab onto a spicy chicken sandwich and a s- freaking snake bites my finger, right? Are you kidding me? I don't want any of my food to bite my finger, let alone a snake. Then that we're is getting a to zero spiders, fork rats, situation. Bats. Yeah, food. I would just want food in the bag, even if it's not Wendy's food. That's better than a fucking snake being in there. This, this is this, this, this might seem extreme. But if I go to any fast food restaurant and I reach into the bag and there's a rattlesnake in there, I'm not going back. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> minus one fork. Wow. That's a big yeah. statement to make. I mean, you guys have been the show for five years. I don't think yeah. you've ever said a reason why you wouldn't go back to a place. That's a huge. That's huge. A, a snake. snake. No one wants a snake in their bag. So I ordered a shake, not a snake. Go ahead, yeah. Nick. Mm-hmm. I, we keep cutting you off. Go ahead. I ordered a garden salad, not a garter snake. Yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, also Snape from Hogwarts, like right. you just brought also up. Also Snape. Yeah. I want French fries, not a bunch of little, <laughs> uh, you know, yellow snakes. Worms. Yes. <laughs> Even worms. I don't want worms in there. Worms I wouldn't be as mad about as a snake, but I'd still be <laughs> upset. Well, I think would you go back? capacity to bite. If it's a non-venomous snake, I think I'd rather have a non-venomous snake than worms because worms are gross. Ooh, a garden If it's snake. a venomous snake, yeah. If it's a venomous snake, then I'm, Nick, I'm hold on. scared. What if they were dry worms? Would you be okay with dry worms? Like like dead worms? Mm, just they haven't been in dirt for a long time and there's no slime on them. They're just so dry. So they're living worms that are just kind of dry but still wriggly. I think that's still gross. I okay, think I still want that. Yeah. 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 I, I know so what okay. type of worms I would like in there, but I'm not going to say unless you really want me to. Go ahead. So. Oh, no, we want to hear. Go ahead. Go gummy worms. I, do, I would love it if gummy worms were in there. On the, gummy worms yeah. would be great. Yeah. So I will say All right, that's that, it for. Oh, you have a review. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the croissants just don't work. I think they should. They should lose the croissants. They should simplify the menu a little bit. The seasoned potatoes I didn't love, and I, I think you know the, my one regret because I got a fountain Coca Cola and a frosty chino as my beverages. I should have just gotten a regular coffee because I'm curious how their Wendy's coffee is, and I haven't had it. So that that was one misfire on my part from an ordering mm. standpoint. Uh, that said, I thought the the biscuit and the 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 sandwich that's on a hamburger bun were delightful, and I think they've got some really really solid items on this menu. 
And as far as I'm concerned, Wendy's overall remains a five-fork chain. There's no reason to diminish yes. its stature uh, as a result of this breakfast menu. And I also think their breakfast menu is pretty damn good. And I think they get a lot of stuff right, and I think they get enough right to warrant a four-fork score. I'm in the hand-holding club with, uh, me. with my, my co-host, Mike Mitchell. We're Hey, we're not that different after all. <laughs> now, Nick. Yes. What's your issue with worms, man? <laughs> They're just gross. You, they're, they're not that bad. That. They're nasty. What? Uh, what? You don't want they're what? They're gross. I don't want worms around me. They're wriggly. They're slimy. What about Earthworm Jim? Earthworm Jim is cool, but, but he's, he's a different type. He's like a specific worm. Yeah, he's Nick, a you, graphic you know. image. Yeah. Nick, you, you specifically love the creator of Earthworm Jim. Is that right? Doug Tenapple? <laughs> Is that like a canceled guy? Is there some he, scandal behind him? Yeah, yeah, there is. There is scandal. Oh, he's, really? he's, a, he's a, yeah. Is that is oh, it is it this. that Doug guy? Oh, fuck. I'm you know I'm looking up famous worms right now. <laughs> yes. Earthworm Jim is up there. I mean the the worms from Doom. Mm. I almost said Doom. I meant Dune. In case that that N M difference wasn't clear. Dune. D-U-N-E, not Doom, D-O-O-M. Dune. Okay, so I got a wiki list of fictional worms. Going mm-hmm. back to back, going back to uh, Tim Burton, you got the sandworms. And you got the sandworms. Sure. Mm-hmm. Those are Another big. Different type of sandworm. Um, you got the graboids from Tremors. Sure. I don't like the name graboids, by the way. Why? Because it's like, they, it's like they're graboids because they grab you? Yeah, that's, it, like a funny, that's a funny part of the movie is when they're naming them. Hmm. I don't love it. <laughs> oh. All right, I guess. Um, there's a alien chest. Bur- oh, that doesn't count. What are you looking there's at? A- what 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 worm is it? I'm I'm looking at famous worms, and there's they're stretching over here. Wags. Yeah, because there aren't a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. There's really <laughs> not. Yeah. Hey, there's the bookworm from uh from Book Guy Tim. It's listed in here. Oh, that's classic. That's almost like the dead parrot from Monty Python, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Let me just say this. I mean, it was... Hold on, I got a conference call. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Go ahead, man. Um, (laughs) The wins were taken out of the sale for the review when when Dutz, who I thought liked it, said three right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then Hanford... Hanford put it in the grave with one. But, but like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and but, I, but I, what do you I mean was, the I, grave? I, I thought we were looking at a four-forker here. I thought so, too. I thought this would, this would, there would be more rapturous reception. I mean, I was teetering on a, a two and a one. <laughs> yeah. Mike is all way off because he's just, he's, he's, he's a McDonald's guy. Jeff had too much. He went with Mitch and he came back with me. He 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 overdid it. I guess mm-hmm. it's, it's not fair for me to say th- three if I went twice in three days. <laughs> I clearly liked it somewhat. <laughs> well, you know what, Nick? We can't change people's minds here, though. You know what I mean? We, we, we can't. We can't. That's not the goal of this podcast. The goal is to give people a platform to say what they feel. And hey, that was our review of Wendy's Breakfast. Wow. It's time for a segment. We've got a set of fast food jingles, and you all must guess what year they're from. 
It's Jingle All The Way, spelled W-E-I-G-H. This segment is a new segment that is the brainchild of our, our new associate producer, the Drop King, Robert Persinger. Wow. Uh, so if you love it or hate it, let the Drop King know on social media. <laughs> Just and know so his job is on the line. His job th- is on the line. <laughs> if it's not liked, he's fired. Yeah, this is his this is his attempt to keep uh, to stay employed here. So here's how this is going to work. Emma is going to play our producer is going to play each jingle and then you each will guess the year of this particular Wendy's jingle. When what year was this Wendy's jingle played? And whoever gets closest without going over Price is Right style wins that question. Oh. And in this case, so we, o- over is recent. Yes, more recent. Yes. Okay. So if, you, if it came out in years, yeah. if it came out in 1979 and you guessed 1980 and someone else guessed 1977, 1977 wins. 1980 is eliminated. Wow. Uh, all right, Emma. Let's play the first Wendy's jingle. Get two free big disposable shavers when you order any breakfast entree. Only at Wendy's. The big shaver <laughs> for sensitive skin. For many smooth shaves. Weird. That's it was funny. so weird. There is a big shaver included. <laughs> a razor? <laughs> Which may or may not be a clue. How, 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 do, how do we... The big razor is a clue? Nick, how do we... How are you going to do this? Do we just go around and... and, and Yes, I think we'll have a different person start each time. We'll do prices mm. right style. We'll go to so so this first one, uh, Dutton. You'll start, then Tim, then Mitch, then Hanford. So go ahead, Dutton. Mm, some visual cues there. Uh, I'm gonna. Yes, we I'm, did. The the our listeners do not uh, did not get to see the commercial, uh, but we did get to see some video, which may give you something. I'm gonna say seventy nine. Seventy nine for Dutton. Mm. Um, I'm gonna Galbacus. go. I'm going later because it's you know it's like a doo-wop song, but it was a throwbacky retro thing, and I don't think the the baby boomers were obsessed with doing that type of thing until my birth year, 1983. Wow, 83 for Calpacus, Mitchell. Uh, I just want to say also. Um Caterpie, Weedle, and Wurmple are uh, three other famous worms, Nick, that we didn't mention. And um, now, is a caterpillar a worm? <laughs> well, you just fucking blew my mind, my man. I mean, maybe it is. It might you, be. You're on the wrong podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Mulgara, Nick from Zelda. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, Nick, you just showed a. We just got shown a clip with breakfast food at Wendy's. I'm guessing what you said earlier, 1985, oh. the year that they served breakfast, yeah. is the year of that commercial. Oh. Wow. All right, Hanford. Mitch, that's pretty. That's good sleuth, and I, I would love to jump on board, but I'll mix it up just to keep it interesting. Uh, they were advertising a, a Bic razor, disposable razor at the end there. When was the disposable razor made? I think like 63, 60, I'm going to say 64, 1964. <laughs> 64. It was a color commercial, uh, but that is a that is a bold choice. I will say, it, it's pretty clear who won this one. It's 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 Mike Mitchell, 
It, this came out exactly in 1985 on the dot. You are correct. Wow. This it's is good, good, good memory there. That's good. You know what it had in it uh, was that blue grid that you see quite a bit in like 80s stuff or vapor wavy stuff. It's like uh-huh. that, that blue grid that goes to the horizon that, that's used, that was used like all the time back then. Hey, Nick, I listen to you. You see that? I like that. I like when you listen to me. You know what else you can listen to? Your mom, for once. <laughs> the hell? She's looking out for you, Mitch. All right, let's play the I'm next commercial. I'm about to commercial. see her soon. Uh, now, here, here's, here's the deal. Yes. Why, why, why a Bic razor with food? It's just such a weird combo. I know. What a weird promotion. Well, let's see how this next one is in terms of weirdness. Uh, Emma, let's play the next commercial. Gotta break away from my usual day. Gotta treat myself fresh out of the grave. Gotta have a good time for a change. It's the best time for change. All right, I think that's enough of that clip. Uh, Tim, we'll start with you this time. Holy what do you smokes. think? What year? I think they're, this was like a yuppie kind of a demographic they're going for here, and I'm going to say that it's later than the other one, and but not too late, because yeah. 87. 87. Wow. Mitch? Tim, I was thinking 88 when I first saw that, but I'm going to go 1990 on the dot, because I think that there's some like 90s vibe and there's some 80s vibes from that. 90. 1990. Mitch guesses 1990. Handman? Well, the the song, the singer, th- I kind of sound like Paula Abdul to me, and mm. I, for some reason, associate her with the year 1989. I'm going to go with 89. That's a good one, Hanford. I should have gone we be just... getting some good answers? Or that's we more should... of a family feud thing. Yeah, but you can say it to us, though. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> uh, well, now I just got to say it to everyone, or else I'm going to tip my hand. All right, Dutton. Oh, shit. What do you think? 87, 90, and 89 are the other guesses. What year do you think this came out? One more, one more time with the other guesses? 87. Yeah. 90. Uh-huh. 89. 88. That was my first thought, Dutz. 91. <laughs> wow. Ooh, wow. I he like is that. Price is writing it. And you know what? That is a good answer because that commercial came out in 1994 for wow. Wendy's, Whoa. specifically in the Philippines. Oh, wow. That was targeted at the Philippines market. So that wouldn't have been on U.S. TV? Uh, I don't believe so. At least that's where this is where it originally aired. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's do a couple more here. Let's hear this Why are you jingle. tricky? You tricky fucker. You tricked us, man. <laughs> this is coming guy. from the Drop King. He's the one who compiled this. You're in Drop King. Room, I'm sure. You're fired, my man. <laughs> All right, next commercial. Cool in the gang, take one. Conversation all over town. People talking fresh and clear it can be found. That Wendy, you really ought to know. Take it from this fresh and wait to go to All right, I think we're good there. Wow, Wendy's has some jams. This yeah. that commercial is great. 
Yeah. That uh, that was a 30-second commercial. I, the one before that, I think, was a minute-long commercial. Yeah, very it's, long commercial. Uh, all right, with that one, I'm just going to... Who knows? Who Wait, knows Wait, hold anymore? on. Is Hanford first? Mitch, you start this one. Oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> nice try, Andy. <laughs> uh, for this one... Nick, you said we were stuck in the 90s this whole episode. I'm going back to my last pick, 1990 again. 1990 again for Mitch. Hanford? You ever come to one of those things in life where you just got to go with your gut? Yes, often. (laughs) This is one of those times for me, 2004. (laughs) 2004. So I knew you at this point. You got to do it. John Kerry has just clinched... The Democratic nomination. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. Uh, it's a swing. Dutton, what do you think? I'm thinking 1995. 95. You guys are You guys are crazy. It's cool in the gang, and they wouldn't be doing a commercial in 1995. I'm going to go with my birth year, 1983. Wow. Calpacus, you take it. That commercial came out in 1986. So far, Mitch, Dutton, and Kalpakis all on the board. (laughs) Hanford yet to score. Hmm. All right, let's 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 uh, maybe we'll have some more luck with his next one. Let's hear this next commercial. Emma, go ahead and play it. When I was young, I never needed any bun, and having lunch was just for fun. Those days are gone. Don't wanna be. your tears. Wendy's pretzel bun is back. Served All right, there's the a big visual clue in that commercial that our listeners obviously are not oh, exposed no. to. But oh, uh, what did you? What do you get? What do you think? Hanford, you're up first. This uh, I, this was the new uh, Wendy's lady, right? Yes. Yeah. When when did that happen? I'm gonna say like uh, I'm gonna say 2010. 2010 for Mike Hanford. Yes, the the new Wendy's uh, uh, girl with they they replaced Wendy with a like a, a like a sexy Wendy, which was an interesting choice mm-hmm. to sexualize the founder's daughter. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's what they decided to go with. Uh, all right, Dutton, what do you think? Do you, in response to that, do you remember like they really sexied up Gr- uh, Grimace? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did they ever? Hachi machi. Um, you Mike, didn't have to do much. Mike, you said 2010? Uh, Nick, do you have that written down? Yes, 2010. Yeah, 2010. I'm going to say, I'm going to price his right you again, say 2011. Oh, shit. Wow. 2011. Calpacus. Now, you're in the position where you could price his right Dutton if you wanted. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. And I'm just crazy enough to do that type of shit. Because um, <laughs> I do think, I remember this new Wendy, and I... But this commercial was not at the beginning of her run. Like, she'd been doing it for a little while. So I do think it was later. And I will price is right, Duddy Buddy, and say the year I wish was my birth year, 2012. 2012. (laughs) Well, Mitch, I'm going to price is right, the cat man. No. (laughs) 2012, the year the world was supposed to end. Uh, this one is tricky because it's the it's it's like an '80s feeling commercial all by myself. Look, this is what the thing with Cool and the Gang. Of course, Cool and the Gang 
is it was an 80s group but then i'm like i don't know when cool and the gang was doing a wendy's commercial wouldn't that be later you know what i mean and 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 but with the wendy's girl we know for a fact that this is later advertisement wendy's um but when that is i don't know i'm going 2013 you got priced is right yeah Mitch, that strategy paid off because you are correct. It came out in 2014. Wow. Later than any of your guesses, but you came closest. All right, we'll do one more. What was the visual clue there? Uh, the the new Wendy's girl. Oh, I was going to say, oh, there's, okay. a, there's a Twitter bug at the end, too. Oh, yeah, that also would have tipped it. Um, all right, we got one more. Emma, let's skip to number six. Let's play number six and see if anyone can puzzle this out. I love when these death tournament guys realize they're real enemies, the audience, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's a classic trope, Morty. <laughs> like, well, what's wrong? Oh, Don't God. look over too fast, Morty. We're being followed. Who are those guys? It's Wendy's Breakfast, Morty. Wait, it's a Wendy's what? Wendy's Breakfast. They've been trying to make us do a commercial about it for months. Man, I'm hungry. Th- those things look good. You bet your ass they do, Morty. That's the Breakfast Baconator, Frosty Chino, and Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit. Chicken Biscuit's a bruiser, Morty. Do not mess <laughs> with that guy. I don't understand. Run, Morty, oh. run! I'll never do it. You'll never take me alive. Oh, wait, Rick! Oh. Run and get Wendy's Breakfast before Wendy's Breakfast gets you. So, not really a jingle there. Um, and again, definitely some visual clues. It had some rhythm to it. There is a yeah. sing-songy nature to Dan Harmon's dialogue. That's true. Uh, all right, this is, uh, uh, let's see, whose turn is it? Dutton, I believe you're up again. 2020. Wow. 2020 for Jeff Dutton. Kalpakis? Uh The year of my death, 2020. <laughs> Can you guess the same thing in, on... Price is right, or do you ever guess something different? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it because I don't know the rules. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, wait. Do I, if I have to go 2019, I will. But I know it's 2020 because they said they've been trying to get us to do this commercial for ye- for months. And how many months do we even have? It's true. Uh, all right, Mitch, what do you think? Oh my God! I don't I don't know what to guess. Well, you you should just you need to take a guess right now. Come on, this sucks. It sucks that you can't guess right now. Oh, I don't know. My guess, Nick. My birth year, nineteen eighty two. Mitch, uh, I am I, going to prices right. You and go in nineteen eighty three. Wow. <laughs> Well, you know what? We end with a three-way tie. What? Jeff, Tim, and Mitch all have two correct answers out of the five questions. Hanford did not get on the board. Uh, So, hey. (laughs) I think that means, Mitch, I think that means you're now the third sloppy boy. Wow. You're in the band, baby. Wow. You are in. Mitch, you're probably the best singer out of all of us, so, you know, welcome. Mitch has some pipes. (laughs) Uh, uh, you know, okay. we, we Dutton and I were going to release a, uh, uh, you know what? In my position as sloppy boy, I resign and give Hanford my seat. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, wow. So that's cool. That's very and big of you. And he said it in the official style that you, that you have to <laughs> resign. <laughs> Mitch, as we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, you are a small man in many ways, but that was the biggest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> in many ways. Hey, that was Jingle All the Way, spelled W-E-I-G-H. It's time to open up the feed bag. Today's email comes from Aaron. Aaron writes, When I got married, I registered for housewares, but I couldn't find drinking glasses I liked. I wanted glasses like they use at Olive Garden. Tall, thick, wavy, greenish-tinged glasses, but I couldn't find any I liked. 
My sister surprised me by buying a case of glasses from Olive Garden directly. She found out that everything in the Olive Garden, decor, flatware, dishes, can be purchased. Anyway, 13 years later, I'm still loving my Olive Garden glasses. Perfect size, shape, weight, etc. Do you guys have any chain restaurant dishes, utensils you would love to have at home? Or, Or alternatively, chain restaurant dishes, utensils you hate. For example, and this is a hot take. I hate the plastic red pebble textured cups from no. the old Pizza Hut restaurants, yeah. which I love. I love those oh cups. God, that yeah. was going to be my answer. Yeah, I mean, that's my answer wow. too. What the hell? Like uh, we had them, <laughs> we had them in the Ithaca dining hall. They might be bigger yeah. than they might be bigger than the one she's talking about. But I'm talking about like a big red translucent tumbler. Love those. Yeah. There's also there's there's a blue one of those that I think is oftentimes Pepsi branded. That I, similarly, like yeah, give me that give me that big plastic cup. I love it. Man, she out. Everyone just disagrees with her. She shouldn't have included that last part. <laughs> Very we, a scorching hot take to to close out that email. I, I you know what you know what I got mine. Um, I'd want the Big Mamas and Papas pizza car that you deliver the <laughs> the giant pizza in. <laughs> I just drove by that car yesterday, and it's funny how small the car is. So it has a giant pizza rack on top and then a teeny little car. They could just have a normal car, and it would all work fine. (laughs) This is a local chain in L.A. that has a novelty, uh, gigantic, like, six-foot-by-six-foot pizza that they can deliver, and they have a special car and special carrying case. It's a smart Uh, car, I think. It's a smart car. Smart car, and they Uh, put, like, a huge thing up top to make the pizza look that that much bigger, I'm I'm thinking of uh, as I was thinking through this. I feel like BJ's has nice beer glasses, and maybe I'm misremembering that. And maybe I'm thinking of a different chain, but I feel like they have those nice sort of like scoop sloped, you know, uh, 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 glasses that I think are 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 really are a lot of fun, um, as opposed to the more you know traditional uh, pint glasses. Um, if I if I'm if I'm wrong on BJ's, I hope I uh, I hope I'm not. But th- that's what I'm thinking of. I, hey, I think that would be a nice piece of, gla- piece of glassware to have. Hey Nick, did you like when you said I was trying to open up the feedback? I did a sound effect of of it opening it up. I didn't hear it. What was it? It was a whoosh. Mm. That that to you is the feedback opening up. Mitch, I thought you were speaking in Klingon. <laughs> uh, anything else comes to come to mind? Kalpaka Sanford. I'd say I, I well I I'm with you guys on the the pizza cup I love also I've got a bad one that I hate which is like most places that do any take on a martini glass like mm. I don't like when it's round when it's like the stem is bent or the martini glass itself is like really fanned out like an extra like wide funnel and fluted, I think a lot of places yeah. yeah they're trying to go all sex in the city with it but the martini glass is a great thing you know don't mess with it um. This is not necessarily uh, the utensils used in the chain restaurant, but when my parents came to visit me when I was in L.A., I was working and they had to spend the day up. Didn't have to, but they went to go spend the day up at uh, Universal City. And sure enough, that Christmas, I got a Bubba Gump shrimp mug. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was, like, smaller at the bottom than it was at top, so it was kind of, like, uh, tippy, and that's a terrible mug, and I do not have it anymore. Uh, I I will say the you know another another piece of uh, another dish I like the the mugs you get at IHOP I feel like are, are always real nice mm. I think that they're coffee mugs uh, is that like a big diner th- mug? It's not like, like a-, a big diner mug. It's just like a like a normal size mug, but it's just like a a, a quality snug mug, and it, it's it's great for a cup of joe. Uh, but the the other one I'm thinking of, Mitch, you and I went up there uh, with uh, with uh, Jess and Zach from Off Book. 
We yeah. A and W Canada. The mm-hmm. root beer glasses, the, the root heavy glasses. Mm-hmm. glass root beer glasses are great, and they yeah. were a lot of fun. And hey, you know what? You don't just have to drink root beer from those. Hell so, yeah. hey, I've also had that you know root beer I mean. glass in my car. I got at A and W. I had car service, and they brought me a glass mug out to my right out to me, and that's fun. Yeah, that rules. You know what I would like? I've never seen in anyone's uh, home before. Is when you go to a diner. I think IHOP does this, or at least Perkins used to. The oval uh, plates, oval br- uh, breakfast plates. Ooh, oh that's yeah, good. I like those. I do what? like those. I do like the ovals. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what my choices would be? My real ones. Well, besides that, I want McDonald's to bring like the McBLT back to have like a. Uh, the, the thing where you can just fold the two sides of the sandwiches together. I think that's fun, but that's <laughs> different. But uh, uh-huh. for me, there's a few things. It's one, it starts off with those stainless steel cups you get with fraps or, or milkshakes mm. at, uh, say, Friendly's or whatever. And then Brigham's, you got they, they, have, they have steel ones for Sundays, but then also those glass ice cream cups that you'll get at, say, a Friendly's or a Brigham's or anything like that. Oh, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let us know what your uh, what your fantasy chain restaurant dishes or utensils are. Hashtag, I love utensils. Wow. And hey, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And you know what else you can do? You can check out the Sloppy Boys their new album, Paradiso. Uh, tell us all about it, guys. It's streaming everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music. Oh, my God. This thing's all over the place. Wow. <laughs> it's a f- hey, hey, come on. It's a fun record. It's a summer record. It's the third of the trilogy, a party rock trilogy of albums. Listen to them all in order. Uh, and for a limited time, we should plug the uh, Paradiso Zoom Room. Uh, oh, yeah. For the next, uh, for the next eight or nine weeks, we're going to be doing Zooms on Friday night, and you can find the login. At our uh, at the Sloppy Boys on Twitter or Instagram. Wow! Uh, I, I listened to the album. It's great. It had me laughing. It had me partying. It was it was a <laughs> great time. And hey, Master Bong Ripper made me light up a dupe. Whoa! Oh, and oh. hey, Whoa. speaking of which, we're gonna end this episode with a track from the new Sloppy Boys album Paradiso. Here is the Master Bong Ripper.
On the next Doughboys Double, activist and fellow SoCal local Albert Corrado joins to review Papa John's new Shaquille O'Neal-themed Shacaroni Pizza. Does it dominate the pizza game like Prime Shaq dominated the rim? Find out only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.